0: Welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Rochon, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah, The Marcho Madness is alive and well, baby. We got a 15 seed. We got a 12 seed. We got two 11 seeds. And we got four from the Conference of Champions involved in the Sweet 16 along with... Paul Roshan, Dylan Bear, and Ryan Griffin. I'm Matt Bass, and welcome to Sports Carnage. We are alive and well in the Sweet 16. It is not chalk, despite everything that Paul told us last week. Nowhere near chalk, despite everything that Paul told us last week. Our Spartans, nowhere near this bracket. We got that one way, way, <laughs> way wrong. But UCLA, who we meant to say, we just meant the 11 seed, right. was going to take down BYU and fight their way into the Sweet 16. But... It's March Madness, and we are absolutely in the middle of it. The highest combined total of seeding ever in a Sweet 16 absolutely fits the description for
1: March Madness.
2: Uh, for this year say, specifically.
1: The, you scared me with that all, all th- the three, The three top seeds are still here. Five of the top yep. eight are still here. It's the yeah. losers that nobody cares about that shook up the bracket.
2: So it's uh, are they, I thought I thought Illinois jumped Michigan. Did they not? No, they did not. Oh, cowards. Uh,
1: or actually, no, I no. Actually, did. I'm mistaken. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. You are correct. Actually, I'm sorry. You are. Mi- I'm mistaken. Not that they, So three, three of the top four. But everyone, have, everyone knew Illinois was frauds. We talked about this a lot. It, Man, I, they I they did. I'm not gonna champagne. pretend that. Well, I, that I'm, was, a, I'm memeing um, because you cowards made us pick Illinois as the champion in our bracket last man, week. Man, they looked so good. Oh I didn't my know that God. their coach – I'm, I'm
2: sorry. I, in my defense, I didn't know the Big Ten was fraudulent. So I so thought you,
1: that you, you them running that. through the conference meant something. So you say that. So the Big Ten was the clear-cut best conference all year, and now we have one team left in the Sweet 16. Like, By a mile, the second best conference in the land was the Big 12. Yeah, and it's this not is even where debatable. Ryan, they also well, only have well, one well,
3: guess
2: team left. Well, yes, who wasn't the second best? But they are, let to tell you. Two rounds, a, two rounds of party. one
1: game elimination basketball does not eliminate a season of data well, you, and if you, you look at any of the metrics in which all of these games count towards, it's still very clear cut. So, we had a bad weekend for some teams. In, in a uh, one
2: game elimination? Do you I mean, think they'd win of the some of those one games? the Big games? Ten had a bad Listen, weekend.
1: Michigan, Michigan's like, couldn't be us. And they did win some of them. I, the Big Ten won, what, seven or eight games over the weekend? It's not like they lost all their games.
2: No, they lost almost all their games.
1: Oh, my. They didn't lose almost all their games, though. They, like, won as many as they lost. It's And especially, like, I mean, you look at so. MSU losing, which shouldn't have happened, but at least they lost to a team that made it to the Sweet 16. And it's not like MSU is going to carry the Big Ten's water. It's not like MSU was super good this year. Rutgers had a fabulous opening weekend, better than they needed to. A lot of people, trendy pick, had North Carolina doing some work. Wisconsin took care of business. Hello, Dylan. It's not like everyone was terrible. Ohio State? Terrible. You don't deserve to be in the Big Ten, to be honest. Like, you can get the get on out. Um, Matt, you should be happy there. I'm, actually I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I'm, I feel bad about last week. I really did. I dropped a lot of F-bombs. It's very, not uncharacteristic, but not good either. Um,
3: oh, wait. I got a question real quick. Ask away. Is the reason why you want to pretend that the Big Ten is a good conference is because you don't want to admit that Michigan won a basketball title in a down year, just like Michigan State. Well, are. so because
1: I'm consistent, I, I don't really care that we won it. it it's a regular season okay. title, okay. which to me, I don't care about. I really don't. Um, I, the, honestly, the thing that I love most about the fact that we won it is that Illinois, this whole dynamic with Illinois, is has brought me great joy in their coward trash team and fans. You and should feel better that you
3: advance for that
1: I, and I do, not and that's not. what I really care about. I would have liked to win the tournament, but as we talked about when Livers went out, I didn't see that happening, and we fell in a real close game to OSU. That happens, but we are the last team standing when it matters, when it truly matters. We've made the Sweet 16 for four years in a row. Not four years, right? I think it's four years in a row. It yeah,
3: is well, four, four tournaments six out of, in a row.
1: Six out, yeah, four tournaments. That's that's a very important distinction because we were robbed in two thousand nineteen. Six out of eight tournaments. I mean, that's fabulous. More tournament wins than anybody. I mean, Michigan basketball. It's almost like you're a basketball school. That's not no. That's not how that works.
3: Success does not
1: define. And that's that's it. Doesn't. I mean, you know it doesn't. You know it (laughs) stirs the drink. We all know. That's the Big Ten way. We just we just
2: don't succeed.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, so,
0: I mean, uh, clearly, you know, Big Ten had the quantity of teams, but clearly the Conference of Champion with 80% of the teams that even made the dance, making it to the Sweet 16, is the quality of the dance, yes? Bill Walton thinks so. That's right. And I believe... I I mean, you only got five teams in the dance, and four of them are still standing. Anything that's going to make Bill Walton happy is good enough for me.
1: Am I... Am I missing a team? I, I can only think of three Pac 12 teams. Uh,
0: USC versus Oregon. There's a guaranteed one's going to the Elite Eight. UCLA. Yeah, that's, that's and two Oregon teams. State. UCLA's
1: three.
3: Oh, Oregon State's in yeah.
1: there? They are in the Pac 12. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they beat Jesus, Oklahoma State. Jesus, what a State. bum State. They beat conference. Kate Cunningham
3: in that squad. Of oh, Cowboys. my goodness. I appreciate you saying bum conference when they make up one fourth of what's left. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, they, and
2: they're Oregon guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, a we just that eight. this is what really matters.
1: Who'd, who'd Oregon so State Pac-12 beat round clear. one? Who'd Oregon State beat round one?
2: Tennessee. Uh, whoever's the
3: They've been facing teams, nothing yeah. but orange teams so far. But but they did have a pretty impressive like win against Oklahoma State. Like that was that was where it was like all right, you know what? I called you the worst team in the in the. Tournament, clearly I
1: was wrong. I, I think like, the win that's over... Impressive. Personally, I think the win over Tennessee was more impressive. So, the the thing with Oregon... Or not Oregon State. Oklahoma State. To me, it's... If Cade's not on, they're kind of screwed against any, like, good team. Because he... I mean, they beat West Virginia without him. They did. They were going to do it twice. I mean, Cade had a poor weekend. Which, uh, I think... I think all of this cast thinks he's going to be a very, very good player at the next level and is a very good player right now. But he had a weekend to forget, period. I mean, he he did not show up this weekend. And yes, they did make it past West Virginia without him. It, it was going to be hard to do it two games in a row, especially in Oregon State played well. Oregon State played really well. They don't, not that Oregon State should have the depth, but they actually played well as a team and their stars, using that team lib- term liberally, stepped up. But Cade was junk, and the the rest of that team cannot pick him up. They need him to pick them up. They need him Not anymore to They don't. for them. He's no, gone. No, no he's, he's, a, he's already getting fitted for his Pistons jersey. Um, I'll tell you one thing, though.
3: That kid needs to close his mouth whenever he's losing. He, he looks like the kid in math class who just doesn't know what's going on. See, like, I... come on.
1: Oh, wait. Hold on, you mean like close his so mouth derpy. is like stuck open yeah, t- like, he he and he's like he means like glass guy. Joe in the
0: first round of Mike Tyson's punch. I out. got you. I I, yeah, that's right. I, I thought you but meant that's... like
1: running his mouth like all of Illinois no, does no, the entire no, time. No, no, they're no, losing... no, no. Okay, all right, all right. I got you. It ain't that.
3: It's that when they're when they're getting their ass beat against Oregon State, all Cade was doing was looking around with his mouth open, like dude, come on. He's, where's he's your got, he? Shoot? He's
1: got that Kobe look, that Kobe White look.
3: Now, oh, I was going to say, don't you dare say yeah, let I think you just caught up like cool. in the hair. Right.
1: <laughs> no, I, I I mean I I honestly like the the win against Tennessee more, not that I mean they're both impressive anytime you are a 12 seed and you make it to the sweet 16, it's extremely impressive. You you can't say yeah, but enough Tennessee about it. Tennessee
0: did exactly what I feared they would do. I thought it would happen later. I thought they'd win the first round game, but I talked about it last cast. They went what, like 7 minutes without a basket. Like they did, say, say like, Rick Barnes, like Tennessee has dope. that ability to just go cold, and it just and they did in the very first game, and it killed him.
3: Okay, speaking of cold, we I, I need we need to talk about this just, just once, just once. Um, I think that the te- that the University of Texas's loss is arguably the most embarrassing tournament loss I've ever seen.
1: Okay, so ever I, seen. Ever, ever seen is getting up there, um, because yeah, I don't oh, think oh, hold hold the Virginia or... lost
0: by twenty to UMBC. Yeah, no, no, they were a on. number, no, one, no, seed, oh. number yes. one seed, the overall number one seed, and they I'm lost by this. twenty to University no, of Maryland I, okay. Baltimore County. Here is why my... he okay. has a point. Can I state my case before I get crucified? valid
3: point. No, can I can I my case before I get crucified on this? I didn't even say it. I know. I just wanted to get that out there, Dylan. OK, well, here's what I'm going to get out there. Texas lost not by 20 points to a UMBC team that shot the lights out. They lost to a team that made 30 percent of their baskets and in the next game did the exact same thing and didn't even score 50 the reason why, to me, Texas' loss is so bloody embarrassing is because Abilene Christian played arguably the worst game of an upset team ever. Not defensively. How do you lose? So How do you lose? So, so here's, here's
1: where. So I, I'm the first to pile on Texas because I think Shaka Smart is a fraud. Um, he is. And he should have been. He should have already been fired. And then he's a Jim Harbaugh basketball. It's ironic. This season was better than expected. I'm going to let that go. I'm not even going to do that. Uh, It's ironic that this season was the one that they were like, oh, maybe he's turned the corner here. And and then they lay that dunce in round one. It's always next year, right, Paul? Oh my god, you need to stop.
2: Hey, you should see Texas's recruiting glass. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> listen, if they couldn't do it with Greg Brown, it's not it's not getting done. Um they turned the ball over like a thousand times. They that's it. That was just, they lost by one point. And you're that's right. Abilene no. didn't play great, but you turn the ball over play a million great. times.
3: How they many shot times
1: 30 they did not hang on, but let's be fair I said they, they did played, not play they great. did not play great offensively they played Correct. great that's defensively true. they were they were elite on the defensive end and they out-rebounded Texas I which mean, they, you can never have an excuse to lose to a team who shoots like that i they, don't care and i thought
3: 30%. you i thought you loved their
0: man of the people you know they're they're big country looking <laughs> that's right they <laughs> lost
3: they lost to a dude who played rec ball the week before like <laughs> Come on. Where'd you find that guy at the YMCA? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. We needed a body. I looked at that dude, dude and I'm like, why is my body type in an NCAA basketball game?
1: (laughs) They were not overwhelmed in the moment, and they played hard the entire game. They crashed the glass all game. They out-rebounded Texas, and it's not. Dude, you have to crash the glass when you're missing all your shots stop it <laughs> Wait a minute, hang on
0: hang on where was that argument against north carolina when we were talking about them versus wisconsin north carolina led I the country ta- I don't in don't want to talk about he, yeah, he, probably, so
1: he probably does not want to talk about north carolina on this podcast <laughs> i know and i, I, I saved not him from himself him that. on that one we I. that's what i said i Thank said you. we're saving no, you no, you're from right. yourself hey. it's, it's we did that and that's the
3: thing is i can admit when i'm 100 wrong i mean i knew roy williams wasn't a coach but like I, I don't know, maybe it was because I took a bad Swahili class or something. But
1: man, I do. It's funny because I I've I've talked so much shit about Roy Williams, but honestly, it's recency bias. Um, it really is. And maybe maybe the game is starting to get a little away from him. But he just went you just won a are title what three years ago? Three three. <laughs> it wasn't <in> the
2: championship <laughs> game like five years ago. With the back-to-back Maddies, lost the greatest half, national shot.
0: championship game I've ever seen against Villanova, what a, what a, and then came back game. the next year and beat Gonzaga.
1: Shit happens fast at this level. It does. And when oh, you start losing it, sometimes you just Lions, start losing though. it. What? <laughs> Not, the Lions have <laughs> never been good. What? <laughs> 90 years ago. Brad, Brad Holmes, worst hire of all but time. But Roy Williams has won three titles.
2: Maybe we can finally find a quarterback.
1: He he's won three <laughs> three times he's climbed the mountain. Top, and that's that's pretty freaking wild. And, and he's been stat, like five the or The stat times, that I, I had no idea of before this year, and and he was I mean, it was the eight nine matchup, so it's not like it was a game he was wildly favored in. Before this year, twenty nine and zero.
2: Yeah, that's unbelievable because everybody gets got. Like, I don't care. Like, North Carolina is always a one seed. Absolutely they are. Or a two or a three, but everybody gets got at some point.
1: 29 tries crazy. and you've never been upset once. That's like – so I want to – I almost want to walk back some of my criticism of him, but some of it is valid. His teams have underperformed, like many have. And the last couple years have been really rough. And I can't – I mean, it's almost like – it's almost like he can't tolerate... I, I saw it a couple years ago when Michigan played them and won by, like, 30 in the regular season. And oh, I remember uh, that game. Partway no, through, part through the second half, he, he decided, a mercy almost, he just took out all of his relevant players and said, you don't deserve to play this game. And... Yeah, He played the bench he for to, like a the long guys time. He wanted
3: to play. I remember and that. And I
1: applauded that. That was great. Move. And
3: then he got vertigo and said, oh, my bad. But <laughs> no, he had vertigo against us. They the, haven't
1: the
2: really
1: recovered. Court. And I Battleship. almost think that his. I, I almost think that he's having a hard time building a team in the current environment, the way that whoa, 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 kids whoa, whoa, are coming out these days.
3: You're, so you're getting to something that I think is an interesting thought. Because here's the thing. You could argue Think about this. For real. You could arguably make that case that you're just making for Roy Williams for Tom Izzo, for Cheshevsky, for Bill Self, for Calipari. Like, all these guys at big programs that for the longest time, we have known them to be these great powerhouses in this time obviously we could probably should be chalking at least part of it up to just a weird year, but like you, what you were saying, you could in theory make for the case for the coach at Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and Michigan state.
1: So you, you know, you know that I feel that way about Izzo. And we've talked about that and we'll get in probably not on this cast, but there will be plenty of time to talk about Tom Izzo and the future of Michigan state. Um, So I'll give you that one. Calipari. I've waffled back and forth on a lot. Dude, so much. This,
3: Kentucky was the worst this year I've ever like, seen.
1: That some, sometimes I think Al is a genius. Man. And sometimes I think it's like, man, what in the world? I think he's
3: dude? a great salesman, but I think he's a horrible
1: guy. But look at what he did in Memphis. You can't do that without being a good coach.
3: You can when you got a bunch of money and it a program. What other pump did he to get to do. the final four? You that you so that. he was it, good at you, That's
2: Kevin, what where I'm I would get. Right, so he didn't just forget how to coach.
1: That's what I'm saying. So Calipari, I have a harder time. Like, and I've always waffled back and forth because he's underperformed with what you would consider so many uber talented teams. I've come around on a different idea, and I'll apply the same thing to Shashovsky Shise- in a way. These programs. Those two specifically, Kentucky and Duke, have fully bought in way more than anyone else. Granted, because they have the ability to more than any other school to this one and done, right? We're just going to get the most talented players and we know they're only going to be here for a year, maybe two, unless things went drastically wrong. I think the volatile results have way more to do with the youth and inexperience of their players than they do their coaching. And I but think that doesn't excuse live,
3: the other programs from being just as bad, like in Can- bringing it to our discussion. So bring
1: about this it back to Kansas. Kansas. Bill Self, I think, I- doesn't belong in this discussion because I think he's just a fraud, period.
3: I mean, I agree, but it is a blue blood. Bill produce. Self
1: is a cheater and a fraud. I don't think he's that good of a coach. I think he is absolutely a proven cheater. And I think his talent has carried him at times. Sure, he's had moments. You don't get to the level that he is without at least having some coherence about the game of basketball. But as far as the names that he has talked about with in the level of coach he's considered, I think it's completely fraudulent. I don't think he's anywhere near as good as what people think. And and you have... Friggin' twenty years of underperformance. Plenty of times that you can say. I mean, he's he's done it once. He's finished once with an uber-talented team. In so many flameouts, so many preposterous losses. In when you're winning your conference, what did they win their conference like seventeen years in a row or something in the regular season? Correct. It was something insane. Like just something. Like they won their conference more years in a row than. I think Michigan basketball has won the regular season conference ever in the whole history of the program. Like, that's apples to oranges a little bit, but you get my point. Like, they dominated their region for so long. And what did they have to show for when it mattered? Well, they won a title. They won a title. And they have a million upsets to show for. They did give us one of the greatest... that they, title. They did give us one of the greatest tourney games I've, ever, I've personally ever seen against Michigan in the Sweet 16. But outside of that... I don't. Bill Self is not it for me, and I know you agree, Dylan. You've hated Bill well, Self forever. Uh,
3: I hate him because he under because of exactly what what I am saying. it's just this this and I, this is where Matt's about to take over because this is a, a USC team. I know he's followed that he's followed more than the rest of us, but like that is Kansas's worst loss as a program in some time. Matt, what do you think Sometime. about what I'm saying? They lost I, like i I'd 100. say the last thirty years. No, it's, it's their okay. wor-
0: it's their worst loss ever in the NCAA tournament. Their worst loss it's before so this bad. was by eighteen, and they got bitch slapped by thirty. Like, there's no comparison. What happened? And we talked about this last week with these two teams. What surprised me about this game was the number of threes made by USC. These are two teams that were ranked in 200 and something for Kansas and 300 and something for USC when it came to taking threes. They just didn't do it. They both like to play big body down low. When you got Evan Mobley, I understand, for USC. But USC... The, they took advantage of the fact that no one expected them to shoot threes. Kansas sure as shit didn't, and they shot and made threes. And then Mobley dominates a game down low while scoring all of ten points offensively in a game where USC just ran Kansas out the gym.
1: I mean, it was the the USC Kansas game w- was the perfect storm. So, I I mean, Mobley absolutely dominated the game, right? They out-rebounded Kentucky, or Jesus, Kentucky. They out-rebounded Kansas by a million. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know they out-rebounded them by a ton. Um, They killed them on the glass, and then they shot shot lights out. Like, USC, I think, was like over 60% from deep, and they were definitely near that mark for field goal percentage. And then Kansas was abhorrent shooting the whole game. So you have one team that shoots really well while the other team Obvi- shoots just terribly. That's your huge gap right there. Then the team that shot well killed them on the glass, so they're taking more shots. It's it, it, that's how you get this score. I mean, 34 points in a freaking in a in a game. Not even. And this isn't like a one versus sixteen in the first round. This is a three six matchup in the second round. It's un, it's 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 just wild. Like it's they got pumped <laughs> in every conceivable way.
3: Just... I can tell you I am just so glad that Marcus Garrett is gone now. I told y'all he, he is the he was the guy who stirred the drink if it ever stirred at all and it did not in that game.
1: He did, he's the only player that played well for Kansas.
3: He's not he's not a typical Jayhawk player, not not somebody I like.
1: What does that mean?
3: I, he's look this team needed a Devin Dotson or or a Devontae Graham and he he is just isn't
1: that kind of player. I none of them showed up. I he he played the best and he didn't play great but none of them showed up at all. And USC came to play. They came to play play and they they wanted it so much more. And honestly one thing well I loved a lot of it actually even though I had Kansas winning that game uh obviously huge miss call. What Maybe the worst I've ever had. Um, but I love USC success for a multitude of reasons. One, I like their coach a lot. And I love I love when a coach goes from a small-time program and makes the jump to... USC's not a huge-time program in college basketball, but they're relevant. They're a bigger school. And he didn't succeed right away. And it was kind of rocky for a while. In this run here, and especially in the fashion that they did it, it's really nice to see that he came up and he's building his program and he's doing it kind of the same way he did before and replicating it at a bigger program. And I really love to see the success, but I also love to see a guy like Mobley who's going to go top two or three in the NBA draft, but he's not thinking about the NBA draft right now. Just like your dog's
3: not thinking about uh, stopping biting that toy. Hold on a
1: second.
0: (laughs) USC starters went ten for sixteen from three.
3: God damn,
0: that's just shot
1: absurd. They shot absolutely absurd, but but Mobley Mobley is pouring his heart and soul into the, and their whole team is, but so many times. Do you see a guy I, – I mean, he he's leaving it all out there. He's not thinking about, oh, I can't get hurt. I can't jeopardize my future. He wants to take this team as far as they can go, and he's going to sacrifice for it. And I love that. It, it's what college basketball is all about. And to see a guy like that who has a huge future in the NBA, to see him play like that, it, it's wonderful. I think it's awesome. I like the coach. I, I love the way that they play. I don't think the run's going to continue much further, but it's been refreshing to watch to me.
3: Well, I think it's time to get into the actual games here. And I, I, I there's, a, there's a theme that I know that I, I fight with you guys on. And I think this year is going to be proof positive of what I was talking about before. I don't like the first weekend. I don't. I don't like the the ton of upsets. I I, I don't know, like not seeing a team like this argument. I no, I know. I, I'm leading somewhere with this though. I'm not just recanting history, but I don't. I I just don't. I don't like the first weekend, and I think that this upcoming weekend, specifically the Elite Eight, is going to be exactly proof of concept for this because as we had joked with Paul about at the beginning, but as I think is going to be happening now, I think that outside of one game, it is chalk all the way around, which is going to create an Elite Eight that is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be 2018-2019 levels, or maybe even 2017 18. You know, the last few years where you have like three or four games that are just dumb good. Like, I personally think the Elite Eight in terms of overall group of games is better than the final four and it's better than the opening weekend because it's these regional fights that always seem to have the really good games and i think paul's theory of chalk along with mine of sorry matt that motherfucker theory is going to hold true this weekend and i think the elite eight is going
1: to be amazing I have a feeling we're going to agree on most of these picks, to be honest. It, me and yep. you, honestly, probably all of us. And you said it best, chalk chalk from here on out, almost. Yep. It's it's not – It was delayed cute, but chalk. it's going to stop. It's delayed chalk. And, I mean, part of that's expected. Your double-digit wild underdogs can only go so far. The games get harder. But for all the chalk about chaos – Or all the talk about <laughs> chaos <laughs> – my final four still doesn't have a seed lower than two in it.
0: Mine. I don't know. I mean, I think we got a. I think there's a couple here where, you know, these double-digit seeds are facing teams that might not be that much better than teams they've beaten along the way. So and that's fair,
1: but none of them are making it to the final four. Yeah, I could see. So, like – I don't know. It, I, I mean,
0: look, Syracuse, is, is so according, say, to, according to Dylan, has that motherfucker. <laughs> They got two guys. They both white, which is crazy as all hell. But they got two guys. That's Syracuse. That's Syracuse that can score the basketball with ease. And that press, that that press, sorry, that zone causes havoc. And I don't know how well Houston's going to take care of it when they had a hard time dealing with Rutgers, who is not a better team than Syracuse, especially in this situation of having been there, done that, like Bayheim has done. I think Syracuse has a real shot to make a Final Four now, with who's in front of them, between Houston and the winner of Loyola Loyola Chicago and Oregon State. If they put a, a graphic
1: right together of win percentage in the NCAA tourney as an 11 seed, how many million digits would Syracuse be ahead of every other team? Yeah, <laughs> Like, what they in the world? They
2: get, they get it done. They, it's, they made the win Final win. Four as really an like 11 program. seed that nobody like wanted coach, in. But...
1: We were talking about washed up coaches, and, and Beheim's name didn't come up because he won't stop goddamn winning when he has no business winning.
3: It's always hilarious, though, because, like, it, everybody, even us, we were all like, no, Syracuse doesn't deserve to not be in a playing game, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody just Pikachu faces as they go to the Elite Eight again. Except for Ryan like, and I, who had Syracuse winning this far. <laughs> Whatever. You we get a, we, my point.
1: <laughs> there was also a lot of consternation about MSU shouldn't have been in that play-in game. And Syrac- Syracuse should have been. And then right. that... um right.
2: oof. Should have been flip-flopped, and then we both still be here. And we went, right? Oh, my
1: goodness. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I oh, don't man. either. But, uh, okay,
3: so... That's my theory in moving forward. I don't know if we want to get into the actual games now. Oh, no. Yeah, um, let's, yeah, let's, well, let's pick we, we get into the actual
0: games. You know, so I, I was looking right. through.
3: Stop you Stop know, starting the top left.
0: You know, going through. I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to write, you know, conferences with each of these damn things along with seating, obviously, so I don't forget who's who and trying to figure out who the hell played out. You know, I don't know. I didn't off the top of my head. Do you know where Oral Roberts plays? Like, which which conference they're in? Because I sure as heck. doesn't.
2: I, I uh, one that's equal to the Big Ten,
0: dude. I love Oral. Oral. The, they're uh, oh, they're in the Oral Summit League. Roberts. That was it. They're that in was the it. Summit.
2: league. Ah, uh, Oakland's old stomping ground. Dylan, you know where like, all I the Chicago plays to the out of?
3: Uh um, um yes, the uh, the Missouri Valley. Yes. Uh, yep. so we So have...
1: so Oral Roberts is so obscure. They play in a league uh, founded by legendary women's basketball coach.
0: Yes, sure. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, that's what he said. I heard it. The but,
3: I, but, but but I don't know enough about the Summit he League. He said the Penn Summit me. League. <laughs> like, we all heard it.
0: Is, is Big East considered a power conference still? Yes. In they
3: basketball,
1: not, kind yes. of? Yes. they are. Come on. I okay. mean, okay, so honestly, the the problem yeah, is there's like, a, the Ten,
2: there's, like, there's
1: like a – more titles in the Big Ten. There's like a big three and a mediocre three in basketball now because I, cuz i was going to say you know if if they weren't
0: then there's you know we got we got the big 10 with one representative the pac 12 with four representatives the acc with two representatives and the big 12 with one representative so then you got and then the i was A- saying, if the big east was not then we had four other representatives not from major conferences
3: but uh, the, the, the big east is absolutely especially with how they've added Cut teams back, like UConn being in the Big East again. That does give credence and credibility. Like they, if you run down the pro, the what programs are in the Big East now, that's not. It's not like that's a joke. That's a pretty damn good conference, but not
1: good enough now, to beat Maryland in a round of six.
3: To be games. fair, I am obviously very biased in this way, but I still do agree, think the Big East is as good as the other conferences. And as Ryan said, they have two national titles. Actually, more than that if you want to count UConn's wins. So. I
1: was going to say, Ryan doesn't want to acknowledge
3: those from national titles. <laughs> not 2014, he doesn't. <laughs> no, they
2: even, uh, was not Syracuse in the Big East when, um, homeboy, Car- Carmelo won?
3: Yeah, in 2003. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Syracuse was not in the ACC yet. The the, the Big East has a actually a lot of an actual championships. Well, the the
1: system. old Big East was ridiculous. Right.
3: This but this is is basically like the same iteration except for they added other mid-major programs like Creighton into the mix.
0: Well, and Creighton's been a decent basketball school, you know, since, you know,
3: Doug, I don't Dougie McBucket's
0: racist father took over.
3: I'm aware, oh I just, I, I don't like giving them credit, it feels wrong, what? I don't, it's like rooting for Walter White at the end of season four, you don't want to do it, <laughs> but the man keeps winning. Well,
2: Walter White's way more likable than Greg I
3: <laughs> Is he maybe, maybe uh, more like
2: Tony Soprano?
0: No. <laughs> because you really uh, should he's really more likable
2: root too.
1: for him, but you do. <laughs> I, I will uh, say, I am very confident uh, Greg in our ability. Is,
2: Greg McDermott is like Ralphie.
1: I am very <laughs> Get him confident off my screen. that we will pick better this time around.
2: Uh, you yeah. know, we'll see. I mean,
0: we, we, yeah. we got one guarantee. There will be a Pac-12 team in the Elite Eight because USC is taking on Oregon in a 6-7 matchup, obviously both from the same conference. So they're guaranteed at least one representative. But let's go through in order. So top left, number one, Gonzaga, overall number one, and the number five seed, Creighton who has, you know, they they showed up against Ohio. They looked really good against Ohio, who looked really Ohio good against Ohio didn't Virginia. show up. Ohio did not they, show they up. Saw
3: that, they saw that I could earn some money, and they're like, ha, you thought. So, I'm pretty
0: confident in this one that we have a, a 5-0 sweep. I know AJ's not here for this one, but I'm pretty sure all five of us will be taking Gonzaga over Creighton in this one. Does anyone actually think Creighton's going to pull this
3: upset? I'm, I'm going to take no. Gonzaga and the spread.
1: And the double of the
2: spread. Zaga, I, yeah, double the spread. Gonzaga's uh, yeah, going to. about 40.
1: If this spread is under 30, like, I'm smashing yeah, I'm it. I, they, they, l- listen, kudos to Creighton. Had a little decent run. No, uh, we no kudos. About... No kudos. No kudos. All right, no kudos. Yeah, I mean, they, es- they escaped
0: my gauchos of you at talked... UCSB by just <laughs> missing did. out on a buzzer you... And
1: that was a great call by you. We talked about man, we talked how the Zags had us. the easiest path. Like they had such a uh, cakewalk path, and it's just been made easier and easier because. So you had Ohio upset Virginia, which made great. Which is why Creighton's here to me. I think Virginia would have beaten Creighton. But Virginia didn't even make it to the next round. So Creighton gets to skate by against a subpar Ohio team. And then they're going to get smacked by Gonzaga. And then you flip it over. Not that I think they could have beat them. But, I mean, we got your 6-7 is what you're going to face later. Like, their cakewalk path got...
0: You, Just you play who you play. It's not they. They are not oh, going to apologize. Not, to be fair, it's better than they should not winning for the Listen,
1: they earned it by getting the number one overall seed. Like I mean, this they is,
0: smacked the crap out of Oklahoma, a team that we had talked about
2: at
1: times.
3: Hey, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan.
1: Don't hold on. Yeah, not me. They had toyed with them. I had Oklahoma's frauds all year. Thank you very much. Um, and as soon as Dylan started touting them early in the year, they fell off a cliff. But. You I know get, what? You know it's bullshit. I just need one that, more
2: bucket to cover the spread, though.
3: This yeah. is the craziest part, too, is that I'll I'll always get the credit for a team turning bad when I say that they're good, but the minute that I start keep saying that they're ass, which I did, I'm not getting credit for that, even though I'm right. So okay, all right, I see how it is.
1: Well, it's not a curse play if you're both right. <laughs> it's that's not how the Dylan curse works. I don't have a curse. That's not how this works. Ah, uh, ask a. I can't really name on anyone on Oklahoma's team, but uh, <laughs> I was,
3: was going uh, to say, if you said Bernie Sanders, I was going to come to your house.
1: And oh no,
0: no, no, That was, All right, he was back to basketball. The only matchup we have of two teams that actually know each other, USC hey. and Oregon. They only played once this year because their first game was canceled in that matchup at the end of February. USC smacked the shit out of Oregon by 14, 72 to 58. Does anyone think Oregon's getting revenge or is USC
1: continuing their run?
3: I think this game's gonna be an absolute banger.
1: Honestly, I tried to tell y'all about Oregon earlier this season, and Dylan spite bet against them. yeah I did,
3: I did, and I I got burned so bad. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't. They it beat was the <laughs> piss out of wrong Arizona decision. Oh was like, Whoa. um,
1: but but no, this is where the run ends. Um, they played well. They played really well last week. They were phenomenal. Um, they really put a dick kicking on Iowa, and we know that Iowa doesn't play a lot They made Luca Garza a cry. Well, Luca played awesome. It's not his fault. But we talked about this before. One guy can't beat you, Um especially when it throws the rest of the team out of sync. Uh, we've talked about Iowa's lackluster defense, but, dude, Oregon scored 95 points. I don't mm-hmm. care. You're playing – like, Iowa, we all make fun of the level of defense they play, but that's relative – especially for the conference they play in, they're still a pretty damn solid basketball team. They're not a true contender this year, but they're a damn solid basketball team to put up 95 on them that's I'll tell you what incredible. Fran
3: McCaffrey's starting to starting to veer towards the choke artistry coach as well
1: he he has trouble moving on he doesn't uh, he doesn't coach defense and that's that's defense defense yeah. is. Everyone talks about how important defense is, and it's cliche. But the most important thing about defense is it's a much more consistent skill than offense. So when, if your offense falls apart and you don't have your defense to fall back on, you're done. You're just completely done. And outside of Garza, they didn't have their offense to fall back on. And Oregon ran them out of the building. And it was a fantastic game.
3: And I think that'll happen again. I
1: am going to take the Ducks, Matt. I, I don't have it here. I yeah. think this is going to be a rematch of the first one. Um, I, I think USC pulls away late and wins by double digits.
3: Ah, uh, see, that's where I disagree. I think this game's going to be incredible.
1: Yeah, I like Oregon too much
2: um, to to bet against them here. But I am looking forward to seeing the game.
1: Well, so give me shit. Oregon. So like hold on, coin an app. No, hold on. So here's the thing: uh, we have two ways to settle this, and it's not going to be a coin. Well, so this the, the,
2: the, the
1: quick the the quickest most pragmatic way is ties should go to the higher seed. If we no. don't want to do that, the podcast way, and he's very get a holdable, is we can just see who AJ would pick.
3: AJ AJ's asleep. No way. He's
1: not. Oh, actually, I'll text him. All right, go to the coin. No, no, no. No, I'm texting AJ. To the coin. Text AJ. He's got Two, a handful four, of eight. seconds to respond.
3: Oh, Alright, so man, heads not... USC or Oregon. Uh let's go. Higher C should get the heads. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah. Higher C is gonna be heads.
0: Alright, so heads is S C, tails is Oregon. First flip is heads. One for SC. Second right, flip, there we is... Go. Oh, It's a
3: sweep. S C move along. Oh boo. Yeah, it's all right, Ryan. We can bask in our correctness. That's right.
2: It'll be a dissenting pick and we'll be all happy.
0: All right. So it is Ryan and Dylan. Oh, never mind. <laughs> all right. So the only chalk matchup of the Sweet 16, the one versus the four, Michigan, Florida State. I know this is a matchup that Ryan and myself both had in our brackets. Um, I'm pretty sure Paul
1: had this one. I did well. not. No, no you did I, had, not. Colorado I did. You had Colorado here. You had Colorado. I had Colorado here, actually. Dylan, did you have I Florida actually... State
3: here? It's one of the only things I got right in my brackets. So. Fun fact: yeah, right. Colorado the was the, the wrong
1: ones. pick, the very wrong pick. Well, yeah, we didn't yeah, know that Colorado
0: was going to steal Florida State's idea of trying to turn the ball over as many times as possible, while also choosing to go with apparently 2012's Kentucky idea or 2010's Kentucky idea of shooting as many threes and missing as many threes as possible. So, so I don't recommend this strategy. This combination of not, more turnovers than threes work. is not good. It, it didn't did, work. Definitely did not work. It was an ugly game in general. Florida State did not look good either. Neither one of these teams came out looking good. Uh, it was a horrible first half and uh, just terrible. So,
3: if, It's uh, the reverse if you- of the Michigan-LSU game.
0: Correct. Yeah, Michigan, meanwhile, uh, started a little slow there. LSU took it to them early, uh, but Michigan was able to kind of get their feet under them to end the first half, actually ended up with a lead going into halftime by one, and then weathered another storm, despite all the fouls early, and then the refs just decided to stop calling fouls altogether on Michigan, which killed any chance LSU had of getting back in half. Yeah, that
2: was it. Yeah, that was it. All Man, right. That, that, one, All that
0: right. one baffles me. You have the right strategy. Oh, they're in foul trouble. Let's drive and force the calls. Oh, wait, the refs aren't going to make any more calls. Well, there goes that idea. So that Michigan, was a, that was
2: just a big game of chess by the referees. They're like, oh, you fuck! <laughs> yep. Watch it was... after you miss all these layups.
1: I, I had, I had, I was having an existential crisis watching that game. We yeah, you LSU, because
2: that's because the refs gamed you too. though they were secretly on your side.
1: LSU got into the bonus in five minutes in the second half. Like, just pure catastrophe. Don't tell Hunter Dickerson to stop fouling so damn much. Yeah, Ryan. Jesus. <laughs> well,
2: it he was he so... tried to get a better haircut. He just wanted a straight buzz.
1: And it immediately, it, <laughs> it had a down. huge impact on the game. And immediately, because obviously we have to peel back on defense, the next play. We just part the C so that they can dunk it down our throat because what are we going to do, follow and send them back to the line? And they immediately go on a 7-0 run and take a nice little lead. It eventually, the calls evened out, but it took a long time, and it is what allowed LSU to stay in the game the second half instead of being put away early. And then, I mean, there's so many, every I've seen so much nonsense about the, the calls. That LSU didn't get, so there was the 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 charge, right? The charge call, where they hit a big bucket and that got erased, and then we went back down and scored again. Uh, it was because he threw a goddamn elbow like a whirlwind. My, f- so he absolutely sold, he absolutely acted for sure. But it's basketball. It's like you never watched a basketball game before. Uh, no, In when basketball th- I 20, you basketball circa twenty. When before. when you're throwing. When you're throwing wild elbows like that, I mean, yeah, they weren't calling them all game, but they were bound to start calling them. And you know what? If I was a ref, I'd let that go, too. But I'd also let the play go immediately before that. The Hunter Dickinson got a ridiculous offensive foul call against him that sent him to the bench with his fourth foul. Don't call either well, he of should,
2: he should have had his fourth foul Don't, before that when no, he absolutely did. absolutely <laughs> To charge. Don't call. And they were like, "Hey,
1: eh, whatever." Don't call Bug either it. of those fouls, and no one's complaining. It's not a big deal. It's fine. Don't go. Don't call them. But if you're gonna call one, you have to call the other one, so they evened out. There was the play where Shondi clearly stepped out of bounds after recovering the ball, and it resulted in us scoring points. We should have already been shooting free throws on that possession with a ninety-five percent free throw shooter, because as Brooks came came into the into. The half court, he was literally swung at. I literally <laughs> no, swung was at.
2: was so aggressive.
1: It was extremely aggressive. Just raked across in his entire body and yeah. arms, and they just let it go. When we were, of course, in the bonus, we would have been at the line. So, again... The calls evened out in the end, but how are you going to complain about? It? And yeah, you were in the you bonus. You were in the bonus five minutes into the half. You cannot. You cannot complain about the foul calls. Yeah. You can't yeah. do you, that. You, you
2: don't. You don't get. Uh, you don't get the benefit of being in the <sighs> bonus if you don't get the rest of the fouls called. Well, Brian stop chunking hunter. up junk Bra- floaters.
0: Speaking of Shondi and Brooks, these two for you balled out. I mean, three after three after three to pull your collective asses out of the fire against LSU. Uh,
1: someone needed to. Did you see the junk shots that were falling? Like <laughs> b- most of the game? I mean, until end of the first half, they started tail off, and then LSU decided it was going to be floater city for no reason in the second half, so thank you for that. Well,
0: you heard, you heard the announcers are the second most floater team in the NCAA this year. That
1: was so wild. Where do you find stats like that, bro? <sighs> Where? Show no, bro, me. They, 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 Some intern out everything. there
0: getting...
1: ESPN did- stats and info. I need access to that shit. Like... Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Like, you look at the percentages after the game, and it's like, wow, LSU kind of shot poorly. <laughs> and it's like, eh, it didn't feel like it for a long time. Right.
2: But, but, the, but like, even in the first half, it was like – because I kept reading the tweets. I didn't really get to catch much of the first half – or not the tweets, but, like, your messaging. And it was like, LSU's making everything. And then as soon as I turn on the game, they're like, LSU at 54%. Michigan at 60 I was like, what so, the
1: fuck? And the thing is, especially watching the game, like, in – unfold live. It's not, it's not like they were getting all these open shots and they were shooting at like a normal clip. It was junk shot after junk shot that was falling. So when you're shooting shots that should fall like 15% of the time and you're hitting them at like a 50% clip, it feels like you can't miss. It's like, I mean, you got guys four feet behind the three-point line with a hand in their face, falling sideways backwards, throwing up junk. And it's like nothing but net.
0: I mean, is, is it really junk if it's nothing but net?
1: It is junk. Yes, they're junk shots, and we oh, need. Sounds like a good shot to me if it's nothing. We but We need the junk shot rate right. that I yeah, talked he, about. He sounds like a Paul during Jorge. the game. Bad we shot. really we need that rate, man. Um, but I, the the big the thing that gives me hope going forward, and even without livers, and we talked a lot last week how much of a catastrophe that is ceiling wise. Like we can't win the title because we don't have him, and that sucks. Because I think we're the best team in the country with him, but. Even now, we did not play our game against LSU. We played their game. We played their pace, flying up and down the court the whole game. We turned the ball over 12 times, and LSU doesn't turn the ball over. It's like the one thing other than shooting that they're like elite as. They don't – and they didn't. They didn't turn it over against us. They don't turn it over. We turned the ball over a bunch. We played their pace, and we won, we still won the track meet. And it's like FSU – getting into the game we're going to play this week, um, they don't play like that. Uh, FSU plays a similar game to us. It'll be interesting to see how we adapt to the length of FSU, especially Mike Smith, who struggled a little bit. Um, he, he, got, he played better than people think he played, but he did struggle, especially near the end of the game. He had two egregious mistakes that really could have cost us. Um, didn't, but could have. But Michigan has huge length outside of Mike Smith. We're long everywhere else. Very, very lengthy athletic team. How how are we going to match up with an equally lengthy athletic team in FSU? And one that's very deep. We talked about before the LSU game, um, a, a lot of fouls on both sides might not hurt us as much as it would against some teams because LSU is not deep. FSU plays 10 players. So... I mean, they don't – they're five fouls to give City. I, I, Dylan, you've been gone. What do you think of this game?
3: Uh, I don't like Leonard Hamilton whatsoever. What I think that he's – You know,
0: make sure you don't cut their hair like you used to do ours
3: when you played. You know, so. <laughs> Who the hell's in your house? Mm. What is going on? I don't know. Son. I was uh, listen,
2: listening to Chris Weber say that Michigan teams had bad haircuts, and now I feel validated. Oh, my
1: goodness. Oh, my goodness. Right, no, you want to hear it? I, I, no, I don't want to hear it, actually. You know, one is, you don't, you know, make sure you don't cut their hair like you used to do ours when we
4: played. And number two, you know, I know this is your team and a lot of people, you know, know you played and things like that, but I know the type of young men you look for. And secondly,
1: what type <laughs> of young men do you look for to be in your program? Oh, you saying? he talking uh, to Juwan? We're
2: talking to Juwan Howard, Oh, yeah.
1: my goodness. He He's literally, he's staring into Juwan's soul like, we're brothers. Why did you let him do that to his hair?
2: And then he asked him what type of young men he looked for.
1: Oh, my goodness. And this is why Jalen Rose does the interviews. Is this a
0: typo? This has to be a typo. I'm looking at team stats. Florida State, points per game, 78. Points against, 53 and a half. So, that can't be right. I, I
1: don't think that's right.
0: Because... I mean, they're, showing, they're showing for Michigan, 76.8 versus
1: 72. Wait, is it in the... Is it just in the tourney? No. So, I know I know Florida State's adjusted defense metric um, is 29th. And I know that because I'm looking at it. So, I would think that if you play your ACC schedule and hold teams to 50 points a game, unless the ACC was that bad this year, which may be, um, that doesn't seem right. That can't be right. That has to be a typo. I'm just going to look it up. It'll be, it'll be super easy. No, I
0: mean, you're telling me the Florida state consistently is blowing teams out by 25.
1: Barely an inconvenience. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I get you.
0: And Michigan's winning uh, games by four. Yeah, it's definitely not for the tourney Because Florida State hasn't scored 78 yet in the tourney They scored
1: 71 against Colorado And 64 against UNC Greensboro So I I know it's absolutely wrong Because Virginia is third in the country At opponent points per game And there is 60
0: You know what's funny? Um, The point against might be just for the tourney Because that is correct for the tourney They gave up 53 and 54 So 53 and a half for those two games Is the correct split
1: so Florida State is giving up just under seventy points a game on the season. Okay,
0: <laughs> that had to be. I was like, that can't be right.
1: Yeah, uh, I yeah, it, it didn't sound right at all. <laughs> their their defense isn't like atrocious. No, no, no. Um, like I said, twenty ninth adjusted. Team full of
0: six foot nine guys. You got to be able to hope someone can play. Um, useless.
1: Florida State's a good team. <laughs> uh Dylan missed uh, it.
2: Patrick Williams this year. Right Dylan
1: down. missed it. We did. We did talk a lot about chalk and not chalk, uh, but metrically, and it's not the end all. And there's plenty of outliers. But I do find it interesting that as chaotic as this has been, only four of the 16 teams are ranked outside the top 19 in Ken Palm.
2: How, how many are ranked outside the top 16?
1: Um, Six. But barely. Mm. You're talking 17. Mm. 17 and 19. Wait, wait! don't talk to me about Ken so Palm. It's, it's not
2: called about- the nice
1: Nineteen.
0: Talk to me about stats that matter. Talk to me about net, Paul.
1: Um. Listen, the N.E.T. was right about. What was that team? Who's the team? Colgate. I mean, the
2: top three teams. Colgate still right played about, a right? damn good game.
1: Down? Toothpaste had it rolling. Like the N.E.T. knew what was up. Um. Let me. Try, I'll. i them. We'll see how it is.
0: I don't care about that.
1: I'm. am curious. Listen, you did this to yourself now. Oh my goodness. Uh. I mean, most of these teams are still in it. Iowa's not. Colgate played a good game, man. By the way, um, NET, more justification. Loyola was 10th in NET. 10th in NET, 9 in Ken Palm. So, I mean, these metrics are not, like, crazy. So, Dylan, are you picking Michigan on principle because you don't like Leonard Hamilton?
3: I despise him, and I think that they're the... Depth can be extremely overstated in games like these, especially against a defensive team like Michigan, where Leonard Hamilton has shown in the past that he has the propensity to pull guys even if they're hot. And against a defensive team like what Michigan is going to be bringing to the table, and especially with Hunter and Austin Day being able to neutralize Florida State's 7-footer in the middle, uh, you can wind up having a situation where Florida State maybe they're down by 10, cut it to 5, Then all of a sudden, because of a bad sub, then Michigan's going to be on the offensive and attack again. And that's what I see happening in this game.
1: Do you have any worries about Mike Smith against the length? No, not whatsoever.
3: I think that length is extremely overrated when you have a player that's that smart. Uh, I think that the size and athleticism that LSU had was much more intimidating to what Michigan was trying to accomplish than what Florida State.
1: See, I'm less I'm less confident than you are. I have Michigan in this game. Um, but I don't think it's going to be easy. I think Florida State's a very good team. Uh, me and Ryan multiple times talked Ryan about how and, we are. Little uh... fuck, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have multiple times talked about how we we both like Florida State, their style, the way they play. Um, but this year, very good. Um, Real good on the offensive side of the ball. Super respectable on the defensive side of the ball. As Matt said, you can't not be with the length that they have. And I think, you talk about the bad substitutions, I think a lot of it is because they keep guys fresh. And when you have that length and you're fresh, fresh legs are huge, both for defensive effort and not being worn down when you get to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I think this is a very good team. I, I think it's going to be, especially without livers, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult. Um, I, uh, among Michigan fans, am the biggest Johns hater in the universe, apparently, because um, I get crucified every time I say anything about him. Um, but he's not, like, very good. Um, he's just not. And he'll he'll have a game every once in a while where it's like, oh, he's, he gave us, like, ten really good minutes. But – more times than not, it's like, man, I wish we had so many other people out there. And you saw what I talked about unfold a little bit before, where I said Shandi is really our best replacement for livers. The problem is Shandy is a two, livers is a four. Yeah, Shandy can kind of guard the one through four and offensively smooth, but you lose a lot of size. You lose, you lo- you lose a lot of that leadership. Um, and as Dylan said, likes a lot. He likes Shanti off the bench. So are you going to mess up his role? Or actually, maybe it was Don. Dylan, did you say that? Or was it Don? No, it was Don. It was Don. I'm sorry. Um, Do you mess up that role for him? I I don't quite buy into that. Um, But it's it's a team effort to replace a guy like Livers. And if Mike Smith can play smart and not... Be bothered by the length and whip those passes around better. There is some things that concern me. Against LSU, you saw Michigan had a lot of trouble getting the ball entry passes into Hunter Dickinson in the post. A ton of trouble. You, LSU game plan for a well and their length and athleticism and quickness, They how many of those passes got tipped or stolen? Um, certainly contributed to the 12 turnovers. You can't have that against FSU. Can you spread them out a little more? Can you shoot a little more? Can you have another game where you're not super reliant on Hunter on the offensive end? Maybe. But there's a lot of ways this game could go sideways. Florida State has the depth, but I'm taking Michigan's talent here. One more ride, even without Livers, I think they can get the job done and and cap a really good season by getting to the Elite Eight.
2: I, I did have Florida State. I had Florida State before. The, the tournament began, so this isn't just me hate picking against Michigan every round. Um, mainly I do th- I do think the size will bother them, and then one thing that has been consistent with Hunter Dickinson, while he is very good, and I haven't watched all of Michigan's twenty eight games or whatever they played so far. Whoops, is uh he gets in foul trouble kind of a lot, and if you get in foul trouble, especially against a team like FSU who does have the size who can make you pay. And he's on the bench because nobody has the size to match up with, you know, the Hunter individually. Like, he, he, he's just too big for that. Uh, but then you throw in Austin Davis and you throw in some of these other guys. And then that's where I think FSU can really start to take some of the advantage. And I think another thing that kind of works against Michigan um, is I think you probably only really played one team that's better than FSU all year. Uh, which would probably Illinois or, you know, you could obviously argue that now because Illinois lost, but uh, FSU is obviously coming in with the underdog. So I think that does allow them to play a little bit freer. Um, you know, you had big games last game from Shondi and Eli Brooks. And I don't know that you can really expect your bench to have another game like that. And mm-hmm. no, on the opposite coin, you I don't know that you can expect a guy like Franz to shoot maybe as bad as he did or who's I think Mike Smith shot poorly as well so maybe those even out a bit but if if they don't I think you got a lot of you know necessary and needed production last game from guys who you know may have been uh, uh, unlikely heroes in in that aspect and that's obviously just not something you count on it's something you welcome and something that can happen because both those guys have had big games in the past um, before it to come in the tournament on the same day in a game that was, you know, in the balance for uh, for, for a good portion of it. Um, was, you know, obviously obviously fortunate and, uh, and helped spur Michigan forward. And I don't know, like I think it's just kind of one of the better FSU teams that we've seen. And even if you don't like Leonard Hamilton as a coach, there are bad coaches who have gone, you know, further, right? Like, it, we were talking about it. I don't know if it made the cast, but we were talking about Bill Self. Like, obviously, he's won a title. Uh, nobody really likes Shaka Smart. He went to a Final Four. So you can have these games where the, the players in the playing style is just kind of over, overcome coaching, um, you know, for, for a certain for a certain aspect or for a certain length of time anyway. And I, th- I think that's what's going on to happen here I think FSU can play a little bit more kind of within themselves than LSU can I do like their offense Um, I like their offense better in the terms that in in the sense that I think when they're not able to get in transition LSU kind of panics I don't know that FSU is necessarily going to do that I think they have some better offensive sets and they feel more a little bit more comfortable in in the half court than than LSU does and at, at the end of the day, like Paul said, he thinks Michigan's talent is going to win out. I think FSU's talent is going to win out because I, I like Livers a, a lot as a player. Um, I don't necessarily like him because you know, he plays for Michigan. But uh, I think he's a really good player in not having him when you're playing against these better teams, especially a team where maybe you haven't faced a team of this caliber yet. Like obviously you played Illinois, you played Ohio State. Um, three times, I think. Uh, maybe maybe just twice. But, you know, you played Ohio State multiple times who were kind of the, the other cream-of-the-crop teams in the Big Ten. And you had livers, obviously, for all those games except for the last Ohio State game. And this game without, you know, arguably your, your best player, I think that's something that's going to, you know, catch up to Michigan now. And I don't think it's going to be a bad loss. It's not going to be, you know, embarrassing. FSU's not going to hold them to... 53 points or whatever it is they're they're holding their tournament opponents to, but i do think it's a, a game that fsu ends up coming out on on top in, and then it puts a you know in end of michigan season
0: yeah i'm with ryan on this one i had fsu winning this game when the brackets first dropped thanks to obviously isaiah livers being out um <clears throat> you know you look at florida state who they didn't have a good game this last week against colorado colorado was the hottest team after after the opening week the opening night They dropped 96 points or whatever it was, and they were rolling on all cylinders. And they go up against Florida State and couldn't shoot to save their life, and neither could Florida State. I mean, Florida State did not play a good game, and they still won by 18 in the end. I think the length, the depth, and the fact, you know, Anthony Polite is, you know, a damn good guard for Florida State, Uh, the only person who was worth a damn in that game against Colorado. I think the combination of everything that Florida State brings to the table and the fact that Michigan – is missing their best player, did get a couple of nice hot hands there with with Brooks and Shondi against LSU. You're going to need that again. And I don't know if they're going to have that again with Florida State's ability to run them off the three point line, to have that length and size to disrupt these shots. And just like, you know, Ryan said with Hunter Dickinson and getting him in foul trouble, you know, no one off the bench from Michigan is going to come in to take that spot. And Florida State has those guys to take up those bodies, take up those fouls, while still having guys fresh to come in and play, you know, significant minutes for them. And, you know, this has been a, a process with Florida State of, you know, trying to get to this point year after year after year. And I think this is a year where it's kind of lined up for them in the sense that Michigan, missing their best player, lines up with what Florida State needs to be able to make this jump, get into the Elite Eight. Uh, like Just like with Ryan, when this bracket dropped, you know this is a game that I had Florida State pegged to win. So it's not a Michigan hate thing here. Um, I will not be stunned if Michigan wins this game, but I do have Florida State moving on to the Elite Eight in this game.
1: And it's, you couldn't say it's Michigan hate at this point. If it, Livers was healthy, then I would say it's Michigan hate, but he's not. And and you play with the hand that you're dealt. Uh, Brooks, I think can be relied on to shoot the way he did. That's what he does. He's very good. Shandy's going to be streakier, especially coming off the bench, but Mike Smith isn't going to shoot 20% again. I don't think. So it, it kind of cuts both ways. We because have another State's tie. State's a
0: pretty good defensive team.
1: They are, but and they're not.
0: I think their defense is going to make a difference. Their length is going to make a difference. Where Mike Smith could have another bad shooting day, and Brooks might not be as on, and Shandy might not be as on as obviously as they were against LSU. I think
1: that's going to make a difference. But Michigan, as Dylan said, is a much better defensive team.
0: No, I agree. I'm talking about scoring enough points to go along with avoiding the foul trouble they had against LSU. You know, with Florida State, a team that literally, literally played all 15 guys against Colorado. Yes, four of them played one minute. Fine. Take those four out. They still played 11 guys. They with, have so double digit guys that contribute. I still hate that, though. I love it. That's, I love like that's uh, the one. It,
1: no. when you get to ten guys, I because it's the fresh legs. It is not tournament and, time, it, and, it and that's what like
2: a eight nine man rotation.
1: What you said about foul trouble—that's the most concerning thing to me, and that that is something that we have to avoid. We have to stay out of foul trouble this game. Um, I can't buy. I think it's really
2: only like Hunter, like the like the like the one guy. Like anybody else, I mean, if anybody else gets in foul trouble, obviously you're in trouble just because the backups kind of naturally well, aren't as good.
1: And we don't have the. But depth like Hunter's the one guy livers. that gives
2: them trouble, and even Austin Davis, for as you know, as good as he's been this year, and I thought he was you know, fucking trash coming into the year, uh, and he ended up not being like he played really well. It's still not Hunter Dickinson. Like he can't do the things. So
1: the the that, problem that does the problem with Davis is on defense. Um, he tries his best, but. He just it, he's he has athletic limitations. Is that is that fair? That's pretty fair.
2: Yeah, I think. and I think even Hunter does on defense. He's just um, so big. That, he's so big it doesn't like, matter, and he's fundamental. It
1: doesn't matter. Um, he has very good footwork in when he doesn't create when he doesn't make stupid fouls. He his fundamentals are very good in his just his size. I mean, you've seen what he did to Garza. One of the most yeah. gifted, and, like, and even most
2: college fives, like ever. can't shoot. So there's not even like a go bear factor in the playoffs where it's like, okay, we're just gonna pull him out the paint, and then he's not as effective. Um, yeah, so obviously having not having Hunter in for extended periods would super hurt the Wolverines, and that's something I am worried about because, like I said, I haven't watched every single one of their games this year, but I have watched a good amount, and in a good percentage of those. He's been in foul trouble, or he has three first half fouls, or he's picking up a fourth, and there's like seven minutes left.
1: Which is what happened against LSU. We yeah. were just, we were very fortunate I that think, it, it didn't hurt uh,
2: us. I just think all FSU can right. can kind of better control the game from that point than a, LSU could.
1: AJ did respond on the USC, Florida, or uh, Oregon Oh, well, Arizona. that's already done. It is done. Is way behind. But he said USC, so it's okay.
0: Well, all right. All right, he well, did not respond one, on this game.
1: We I'm have another tie.
0: So we go to the coin. Heads will be Michigan. Tails will be Florida State. Best out of three. First flip. Tails never fails. Tails, one for Florida State. Yes, let's go. Second so flip. Sad. Heads, one for Michigan.
2: Two, oh, last no.
0: last flip oh, I don't it's like Tails. This. Jesus. So as a group with the coin, Florida State does move on in our bracket. No, I see it. yet make sure here that i got the
1: dissenters in
0: this one which are paul
1: and Dylan. i'm extra sad about this one because i am very confident that aj would have picked michigan
2: oh for sure oh for sure
1: so then why why are we going to the coin then
2: because he's not here
1: oh my goodness
0: we can put in parentheses it would have been three two
2: sabotage but you thought AJ would also rather beat Ohio state than win a national title
1: sabotage um it turned out to be false i think you would have also thought that
2: i did think that because I was like AJ is definitely going to say beat
1: Ohio state yeah cuz he doesn't give us bleep about basketball all right
0: to the winningest program of all time when it comes to national championships in basketball, the UCLA Bruins, who have made a miraculous run from first four to Sweet Sixteen as an eleven seed, yeah. taking on the could have been, maybe should have been other one seed outside of Illinois. Excuse you, they they just messed it up. Alabama, what? What's the problem? Alabama hasn't had any they, issues. Unlike Illinois, they should
1: they should not have been ahead of Illinois. Stop. <laughs> And the issues were against the team that we all think is very good in his top 10 in every metric.
2: UCLA body snatchers. I mean, Bruins.
1: So Alabama, the
0: two seed, have had no issues here. Dismantled Iona, dismantled Maryland to move on to the Sweet 16. UCLA had, after a, a late surge comeback against Michigan State, where we just flat out blew it, had no problems with BYU, had absolutely no problems with Abilene Christian and are now dancing in the Sweet 16 for the first time in a while. Mick Cronin already getting UCLA some fanfare that they have sorely needed for a while. So, we have one-packed team already in the Elite Eight. Do we have a second? Is there an upset brewing here? <laughs> for, for, no, no pun intended. No pun intended, but is there an upset brewing here?
1: Matt, do you know what the, mm-hmm. hardest, do you know what the hardest decision for this game is going to be for me? How many points Bama whether, wins by? Whether I want to put more money on the Gonzaga... Creighton spread or more money on the Alabama UCLA game? <laughs> like, I, so you
0: got no respect for UCLA?
1: None, zero. None, like, zero. honestly, I'm just mad they're here.
2: After they beat the best team in the country, BYU.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: I mean, I th- I think UCLA is a shot. Um, I don't think they're gonna win. I have Alabama in. I have Alabama like in my championship game in my bracket that's already destroyed because I had Illinois <laughs> as champions. So. You know, what do I know? Um, but I do have Alabama winning. I do think UCLA can, though, because they have two of those guys who can go get you a bucket and take over a game.
0: Who have not and missed that, in this tournament. Damn.
2: Yeah, and what, maybe that part hurts them, right, where they started out hot against Michigan State, and then they just kind of continued it for the next two games. So maybe the week-long layoff right. brings UCLA back to back to where they were, and then, you know, Alabama – takes over as, as the better team like they've been all year. But I I wouldn't count out UCLA. I would be interested to see what the spread is because um, I do think Bama can win, and I think they can win by, like, a decent margin, by, like, eight points. But it's not a game where, you know, like, I'm most confident in Alabama moving the next round than I s- then say I am in, like, a, a, a Gonzaga over Creighton. Like, that, like, that's not my confidence level. So we have
0: early spreads. Bama's a six-point favorite. Oh my goodness! That's it. But, oh but By, by, by
2: six, I would take now. Bama. Oh my goodness! Gonzaga's by six, is just, I would take
0: just Bama. For, just a you know comparison: Gonzaga is thirteen and a half.
1: I Those want it all. I want all. Michigan's a
0: three-point favorite over Florida State, and USC's a two-and-a-half-point favorite over. I'm Oregon.
1: gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a forty spot on the Zags and a sixty spot on Bama.
2: You just parlay him fifty. Make Actually,
1: that's a good idea.
0: Do they let you do a two-game parlay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. Well, some, 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 you know, like actual like sports books, like in Vegas and stuff. Sometimes you have to do at least three.
1: Really, that's wild. Whack ones, maybe. No, you do two game probably.
0: To, to me, that's a lot of respect for UCLA that it's only a six point spread.
2: That is man. a lot of respect.
0: I think it's a, a like, absurd
1: especially
2: amount of respect. The, the like free throws can. Can knock that out of whack.
0: Yeah, like I thought it was going to be close to double digits.
3: I thought nine and a half. Yeah, so I was thinking like eight. I might
1: nine. actually do a money line parlay on them and just bet my fucking house. Hey. Like I wonder what? Let me pull up points, but see what a Bama Gonzaga money line parlay would pay. I'm guessing like minus two twenty.
2: Yeah, cause Gonzaga's big favorites.
0: Yeah, they have to be the biggest favorites.
1: I am pulling that number slightly out of my ass.
2: No, I don't think it's too far off. Because I think if you did, like, two, like, six-point favorites, you're probably close to even. But Gonzaga's, you know, more than double that favorite.
1: All right, so let me do Bama money line. So
2: maybe it's, like, minus 180 and a little bit better.
1: And then Gonzaga. Jesus, Gonzaga's money line is ridiculous. That's a problem. And then the parlay. Oh, I was... So,
2: no, that's probably like minus seven hundred or something. Minus one
1: right? um, thousand.
0: Jesus yeah. Christ. Um. Well, a thousand to win
1: hundred. I mean, do you think there's I mean, any they're, they're chance they're in the universe that Gonzaga loses to <laughs> Creighton? Uh, uh So I was pretty freaking close actually. Uh, Two leg parlay on those would be minus one ninety
2: five. Oh, I said minus one eighty. Um, Eight.
1: that's not that bad. So that's not bad at all. Two hundred to win hundred. I might put four on it. I mean, that's like, I feel good about that, man. I wonder, actually, if I put Baylor on Villanova, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm smashing this favorites money line. Because I know Baylor's going to smash. Where's Baylor, 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 Baylor. Here we go. Oh, yeah, plus 104. That's the ticket. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, UCLA, Bama. Yeah, so Dylan, do you do you give the
3: Bruins any shot no. in this game? No chance in hell, uh, Alabama, for a number of reasons. First and foremost, UCLA. Uh, if you shut down Johnny Zhujiang and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, then you're good to go. And on top of that, future Michigan State head coach Nate Oates has Alabama playing as good as I expected. I don't. I think out of all of the Elite Eight games we talked about so far. Uh, I think this one will be closer to Gonzaga, Creighton, than it will Michigan, Florida State.
2: Just think, if Aaron Henry boxed out, we'd be here. I know. Oh, my goodness. It's so sad. <laughs> oh,
3: my goodness. Yeah, just laugh through the pain. It's so...
2: Bad. I have to. Oh, my goodness. I've been laughing since Friday. <laughs> Especially after UCLA, like, beat BYU. I was like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> like this is about to happen isn't it <laughs> sure enough
1: uh so i have a i have a tasty uh bat proposition that you missed uh Dylan um yeah. just uh if you want a little bit of money your way uh if you take money line on alabama yeah gonzaga yep. and baylor in a money line parlay it's yeah. paying out plus 104 right now Ooh. Mm, it's pretty good i think it's pretty good I'm smashing the shit out of it. So's Matt.
0: Huh.
1: So just uh food for thought. Matt, you want to take us to the next game?
0: Uh yeah, so I me mean, so I mean, I'm assuming we're sweeping here. I don't think any of us are actually picking UCLA to win this game. No, sir. Ryan? No. Alright, so we all got Bama in this one. No, no. no. And we'll be stunned if UCLA is able to continue the the ridiculous run to even get to the Sweet 16. Although a little less ridiculous when Texas already got knocked out by Abilene Christian, but UCLA was able to do what Texas could not. And that was actually put the ball in the basket. So hmm. moving on to the South region, the number one seed, the number two seed overall in this tournament, the Baylor bears versus the Villanova wildcats. A, what we think is a surprise five team to get this far, considering that they are without uh, Connor Gillespie, who is their heart and Colin. soul on this team. Did I say Connor? Jesus, I did that again. I did that the other Uh, week, too. Colin Gillespie, who is, without a doubt, the heart and soul of this squad. So props to Villanova for even getting this far. Um, Again, not having to face too much difficulty taking on Winthrop and then North Texas because Purdue fell on their asses in the first round as well. Oh,
3: such a shame.
0: Doesn't matter. Getting here is getting here. (laughs) Don't apologize for who you're facing. And Nova is in the Sweet 16 without the heart and soul of their squad. So... Does Nova somehow pull off a crazy upset over Baylor?
3: No. Although, props to Jay Wright. Like, man, I it's my own fault for doubting this dude. He's just such a good coach. No, like, no shit, Sherlock. Obviously, with two national titles. I don't know. I, I guess I should have known better than to pick against a team like that. Uh, but this is this ain't it. Like Baylor against Wisconsin last. Well, well, boy, what was it? Two days ago, uh, that was the mo- most dominating performance I saw. They, they, it was men against boys, and I expect it'll be the same this time.
1: Do you guys remember a few years ago when I was like, "I don't care what it takes, I want the Pistons to steal this guy from college"?
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, I stand by that. I really like Jay Wright, although it is weird that outside of his runs. Some people uh, – he hasn't – it's been very up and down. But he's a Villanova, man. He has and two you just, titles. It doesn't matter anymore. He's a Villanova. It, like, it
2: really doesn't matter. It does like, like, not matter he has <laughs> and, and if two titles.
1: And if you question it, look at look at his sideline attire. Is
2: just like the Eli Manning in a coach.
1: Look at his sideline attire. That's all you need to know. Oh, he's that the tells best you everything man in the right game. There. Oh, my goodness. It was honestly that, – that was the moment. I Big Nate. You, you guys knew I, I was big on Juwan from the beginning. I, I called the hire and I said I like the hire even though you guys didn't. But I knew he was going to be successful the moment I saw him on the sideline.
3: That is exactly Where? why we need future Michigan State head coach Nate Oates because he actually wears a suit right. instead of what Tom – like the reason Tom sucks now is because he wears track suits like he's a retiree. <laughs> that's, that's why Mel hey, Tucker's you the go.
2: You saw him in that Paul Bunyan bus Oh, pick. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressed to the nines.
1: That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, Villanova props for getting this far without the most like, important player on your team. This is exactly
3: <laughs> this is exactly what you talked about, where certain teams have different expectations. Like for Villanova, season one at this point, right? Like you were dealt a shit hand, Absolutely. and you oh, still sure, sure. proved that you, that you were going to Sweet Sixteen. Like a loss here is not like is not it, it is a loss, but you know what I mean. It's not a moral loss. Like uh,
2: I'll say this: this is the bare the bare minimum. <laughs> once you knew North Texas was the next draw. Sure, but... Because if you're a Villanova fan, even without Gillespie, you should expect to beat Winthrop. And then when Purdue lost, you were like, oh, like, easy money. And now you got Baylor and everything else is icing. And this is just kind of like where, where the base was the season one. The base of the season was, excuse me, after North Texas beat Purdue. So, better I mean, question. perhaps that. Like, like we just talked about with LSU. Like, it's never easy to win two games. But I think Nova Villanova had an easier time than most.
3: Yeah. Oh, great. You're facing off against a 12-squad and then a 13-squad. Uh, I'm just saying so, lesser teams have done have definitely fallen. So,
0: Yeah. So, better question. Can Nova lose by single digits? No.
3: No. I'm sorry. No, no way. <laughs> uh,
2: maybe. I think Jay Wright can coach you to a single-digit loss and, like, be scrappy. In the first half. Because um, you know? we've still seen – and I think Baylor's way better, and I'm picking Baylor in the game, obviously. But I think we've seen, you know, like vulnerable Baylor. And I think if you get that, the, the first game of the Sweet 16, where they might take Villanova a little bit for granted because it's it's obviously a hurt Villanova team, um, I think a, a coach as good as Jay Wright is good enough to kind of coach around that and make it a little bit of a sweat at the end. Um to where you can only lose by, you know, like eight or something.
0: Yeah, I think if they lose by single digits, it's because they got, they dove on the floor for all the loose balls, the 50 50 balls, all that stuff, and they just had a little bit more heart to keep it that close. Because just, I just think they're completely outclassed as far as talent right now, what Baylor has brought to the table and what they're missing uh, with Gillespie and just who's. Not Could
3: you alive. imagine if this game was played though and Gillespie was uh, like healthy? Oh, that would, that would, well, like, incredible.
2: I mean, like we said I think on the first cast or last week like I thought Villanova with him was a nat- like a national right. championship dark horse for sure
0: yeah they might have been a 3 seed
2: and honestly like throughout the year I know you talked about the top 3 of like Baylor and Michigan Gonzaga like Villanova was that next team in terms of like the betting favorites to to win it all like it was kind of Michigan Gonzaga Baylor you know, most of the year. And then right under that was, like, all right, Villanova was, you know, the, the fourth betting favorite. Right. So they were good enough, and they had the pedigree, obviously, with the coach.
1: The, the and Villan- most, of their, most of their guys are pretty seasoned. Villanova's issue to me is their defense. I, I don't, especially sustained, especially against a team like Baylor, that every single person on their team shoots the shit out of the ball. Um, I mean, I literally, I think they have – Five or six players shooting like 38% from deep or something. Just something stupid like that. It could be a hair off on each number, but it, it's ridiculous. Um, Villanova, their defensive metrics aren't great. They're not an abomination. They're not like, oh my goodness, you can't compete at this level, but uh, they're, they're Iowa level. Their defense. And we've seen how that can be the undoing of your team. And they have an elite offense, but that was with Gillespie. Excuse me. So, I, I just, good run. It ends here. Um, I don't care if you keep it within single digits because my parlay's money line. <laughs> That's a spirit.
3: <laughs> right? A real degenerate's attitude.
1: Okay, so we
0: are we are unanimous in this decision that Baylor is moving on. For what it's worth in the first two rounds, we as a collective group went 20-3 and 3 on our unanimous picks. Oh shit. There you go, boys.
2: Wow. So, I mean, I'm sure most of those were one and two seeds, but
0: uh yeah, you know, Ohio State, uh, Ohio been, State what, screwed seven and us in one, Illinois games. screwed Oh, you know what? You know who screwed us? The Big Ten screwed us. Those <laughs> yeah. are the three games mm, we lost. Yeah. We lost yeah. Iowa. I,
2: I, I bet that's a theme.
0: <laughs> Iowa <laughs> losing to Oregon, Ohio <laughs> State losing to Oral Roberts, and Illinois losing uh, uh Texas
1: yeah. wasn't Texas wasn't unanimous? Uh no, I had no. Abilene Christian. Yeah, wow, because, good. Good no, job, uh, Matt. Hey,
3: Matt Matt was a uh, Matt was on one with all these upsets, for
2: real.
1: Actually, while I'm while I'm giving Matt props, um I wanted to give you props for your intro today. Uh much better than normal. Whoa, they a, didn't say webheads. It was it was a very nice intro and you know that I'm not a Startled. It was, it was your, very your funny. It caught me
2: off guard. Not your yeah, biggest I, I figured fan Ryan would
1: appreciate the it more than normal intro. No, it was good. It was very good. I I enjoyed it. And if I we could I, keep w- that I was up. worried
3: that 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 uh, you got into some of the rich man's powder. <laughs> By the way, well, uh, that the... is
0: funny because the man that I was, you know, pretending to be was definitely heavily <laughs>
3: into the rich man's powder. Oh shit! I thought you were gonna say funny. Funnily enough, I got
1: some right here. Of Wait. the of the few, he's <laughs>
2: like, "Oh, I was." <laughs>
1: of the few books I checked, that parlay is actually paying the best at FanDuel at plus one hundred eight. Uh points bet has got it plus one hundred four. And uh, DraftKings just robbing the shit out of you. It's like minus 106. All
0: right. Moving on to Baylor's potential opponent the number three seed Arkansas Razorbacks out of the SEC versus the Summit League's 15 seed Oral Robbers, Kunalingai. <laughs> what?
4: Oh, oh my goodness.
1: Um. Yeah, the Cinderella run ends now, and we're all sad because we love Oral. Frankly,
3: this is the game that I have the least amount of interest in.
1: No, really? Yeah. Nah, I, I'm I, with I, Dylan no.
2: on this. Nah, fuck that. Give me Oral no, Roberts. Give me I'm, Oral I'm with
1: Dylan on this. I th- I think Arkansas is actually a pretty darn good team, as I said before. Oh,
0: yeah. And.
1: I don't know. I, I but I but I personally don't care about Arkansas. Like I don't care to watch them really it, unless I have other skin in the game. That's the and thing is
3: that like whoever wins this game is just getting an invitation to get destroyed. Right. All the by more Bay reason Litton. to root for Oral Roberts.
1: And but so it's no. the thing. I know I know that Oral Roberts can't and won't win this game. Why? They so, beat they beat yes, Ohio they State
3: can. and Florida. Of course they can. Wow. Ohio State that I warned all uh, of you bro, was going to do that. Arkansas
1: is not that good. I didn't Compared say that. Compared to Oral Roberts. No, they're they're absolutely So so here's than Oral so here's the thing. So to, no no no, to no, no, me, no. No no This is
2: one of those gut feeling games where like you look at March Madness and it's like part of the this that team wins, but Oral Roberts just kind of so keeps this, it close. So this
1: this is just and I'm going to pick them
2: to win because I want them to yeah.
1: This is where the chaos is clouding your judgment. So Ohio right, this State is just be- had, Ohio State had a massive flaw that we talked about literally Anytime we talked about college basketball, their defense is worse than like anybody's, including Iowa's. And all they do is give open looks everywhere, especially from the three point line, which you cannot say that.
4: You and that's all that.
1: they do. They just give you all these stupid open looks, and usually their offense overcomes. But it didn't. You have it's. That's why defense is so important. So that if something's awry, you can fall back on your defense. Their offense went awry in all the open looks they're given. Or Oral Roberts, or Roberts was converting. Boom. Recipe for a loss. Arkansas not that good at defense. Either. Arkansas is a top ten defense. Like in what? In adjusted in defense. Against? An adjusted defense right, waiting against their schedule. They have this a top 10 This is way defense. too
3: much. That This game is getting way more analysis than this. He's
1: the one that picked Oral it Roberts.
3: Oral Roberts needs to win. And it
1: it shouldn't need, need analysis. It should be unanimous. Oral Roberts, congratulations right. on it your sweet
2: 16 oral bid. Roberts is a
1: 15 win. seed, but The worst part the, co- the, w-
3: the coin's
2: going
1: to agree the with worst It's part is over.
3: Go. Oh, my goodness. No, 100% Ryan is doing the worst, like, bad faith gambit ever because like he doesn't really think oral roberts is gonna win Bet. but he says so Bet. that so that way in the small multiverse chance they do he could just go wild on It's us. because i
2: have faith dylan i took my 12 years of catholic <laughs> seriously unlike you
1: oh my god
2: i believe in faith
0: <laughs> I, I can't breathe. I mean, I'll mean, i tell you what, Oral Roberts is... And if good God guy. doesn't
2: love Oral, he wouldn't have let a virgin conceive our savior.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good.
3: AJ, where's that picture that I love so much? That's AJ listening. Oh,
1: the, with the God. looking up in disgust. <laughs> yeah, oh, so oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. He's so mad. It's going to be the picture for the podcast this week. <laughs> oh my goodness. You can, you, can you, you from, exactly can you save us from can you save us from the madness the, carto- Matt, the, the deliver cartoon. us. Oh no. Balls, us from no. Evil. I'm adding.
0: No, I'm absolutely deliver us adding from evil no. god. I am oh my I am god. throwing us right into yes. Sodom and Gomorrah yes. here and we are absolutely yes. out of the coin app. Yes. I was about Oral to say Robbers Paul here. These guys have been used to playing very tight games. They've won their last four games by 3-2-2-2, two, 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 or 3-3-3-2, three, 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 excuse me. I can do math, I swear to God. Uh, so, battle tested. You know, they are battle tested on a seven-game winning streak, and they are going to keep it going against an overrated Arkansas Jesus Razorback Lord that me. lost to what you consider a bad LSU team, Paul, 78-71, the last time they went up and had a loss. So this team
3: can
1: really be want beaten by not good teams.
2: That, you know who coached at Arkansas? John L. Smith.
1: Dude. What, good what, for so what does that matter? Oh, my goodness.
2: What do you mean, what does that matter? They clearly don't have good judgment, just like <laughs> they don't have good basketball players. Oh, my goodness.
3: Uh, the, the only thing I can remember from Arkansas is Bobby Petrino's broke-ass neck in <laughs> <at> the, <laughs> the press conference. <laughs> Where he's just sitting there. He's, he's, I can't. His, his prostitutes
2: like it's and, spread and all over the trust road. The
3: school in Listen, an
2: athletic competition.
1: <laughs> I, I, I no. have, I have sent. I've. Nolan sent Richardson ain't proof. running through that door to bring you guys I've, eighty-four I've feet sent, of hell and another title. I've sent, <laughs> I've sent picture proof. I've sent picture proof. I will let way, you because like AJ down. would probably join your nonsense. I, I will allow Oral Roberts to slide through if you count his. Why, why did you pick? say it like no. like?
3: Lapis, oral rabbits, oral rabbits. I was choking on my words a little
1: bit. All right, so,
0: that, so heads is Arkansas, tails is oral robbers We go to the coin. Oh, First flip is tails, heads, man, he one for Arkansas.
2: Oh come Second on. flip
0: is up. It's a sweep. Arkansas get oh, the victory. Let's go. Oh, this
2: bitch ass coin. I
1: don't. I'm still upset because
2: it got Florida to this state. point. You know, like, you know, like Bitcoin, we got Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Dogecoin. That was, that
0: was real good. That was good. All right. I and we that. move on to the Midwest. Ah, here we go. Where we have the yeah. highest ranking seeds combined. Yeah. Number 20 Loyola, Chicago. And right. in Dylan's words, the worst team to make the dance. Number 12, the Beavers of Oregon said, I do appreciate going from oral robbers to the Beavers, I must say. I know. If we can't vote for Oral, can we just vote
2: for Beaver? I,
3: I gotta, I gotta tell <laughs> no. you, Oregon State is biting my dick after I just said that they suck so bad. Oh, that was bad. That's right. a bad so, take.
0: <laughs> Loyola Chicago has proven to be pretty damn good. They manhandled Man, Illinois. You don't say. Really didn't have much of an issue with the Illini in the battle for Chicago. Uh, they proved their mettle. And uh, hold on, State wait a minute.
3: It is not yeah. the Battle of Chicago. Champagne is like three hours south in the middle of yeah, the, that's, that's which the farm. Yes, that's
0: the farm. Which is why Illinois had no business winning the Battle of Chicago and why Loyola Chicago won. You're <laughs> <be> goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness.
3: I'm just, I'm just okay, saying, I've been Champaign. There's no way.
0: Taking Sh- care of Tennessee, taking care of the other fake OSU uh, in Oklahoma State.
3: They're, and their fake star.
0: Give the Beavers a shot here.
3: Fuck no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is even worse. This is okay. This is what I was talking about. What? There's a reason that I said the Elite Eight is going to be awesome this year because like half these Sweet Sixteen games are going to suck. I, I, I okay. I have already said it before. I will say it again, and I am going to sound like I am a fan of Oral because Porter Moser. My God, I don't understand. How he doesn't have a power six job yet he will after this uh, season didn't he
0: get ass blasted by north texas this year
3: what do, okay i don't understand what this fixation on the regular season is like paul has done a very good job of showing it clearly doesn't it clearly doesn't matter like oregon state is literally living proof of that stop worrying about what happens in inconsequential games what we know is that illinois who again let's please not be revisionist about this Illinois, we had as our national title winner. Just don't say Loyal- we. And you Loyola. You guys had. Stop. You know what I mean. <laughs> Illinois was our pick as the national champion, and Loyola, Chicago, it, it, let's make no mistake about it, they led the entire game. It wasn't really that close. Yeah, and they, that- they, Illinois never led,
0: like not even early, like 2 nothing. It no. was wire to wire.
3: It, I, it, I, if I am not mistaken, it was a wire to wire game, and if not, that's it crazy. was it was again one of those like yeah they led with 15 minutes left, and then from there that's what I'm saying like you we can't be revisionist about the fact that Loyola Chicago outside of Baylor's win against Wisconsin was the most impressive win, and it was against a team everyone thought was amazing. By the way, question: Where is I O Dosomo? I don't know where he is. I'm concerned he's been kidnapped. Because he sure as shit wasn't in that game.
2: Well, oh, fraud as I,
3: I, I'm telling I, you.
2: <laughs> so, the, the one area of disagreement that I have is I think Loyola's win was more impressive than what Baylor did. Only because every time Illinois made a run, in like in the second half, Loyola responded. They punched back so hard. So, like Loyola Royola was up, what, 13, like early yeah. second half. And then it got to five. I think Illinois cut it to like six. No, they got to right, five. five or six. And then Loyola just kept trading baskets where – and I know they'd been there before, right? They had gone to the Final Four and there's still some of those players. Crutwick actually like, played on that Final Four team. But, but just to have, like, that mentality and that toughness, and you know, obviously your, your coach is the same, to respond to a team that a lot of people, you know, is the second most popular choice to, to win the title, I'm sure. And they're just – punching back and punching back and punching back. And they're not getting discouraged by giving up buckets on the other end. Like, they were literally just trading baskets where they're down five. Or, I'm sorry, they're up five. Now they're up seven, up five, up seven, up five, up up seven. And they just kept answering where it probably would have been easier to fold. Where when Illinois was getting it rolling in the second half, they could have been like, ah, the avalanche is coming. One thing I will say about Illinois or I'm sorry, Loyola, and I'm I'm very upset about it because I did not want them to be here. I didn't have them getting the out of the first round. Sames. You can't keep getting
3: away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Why why are you so they, mad they at this team?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they do. Because Sister Jean should not be in a covid environment. Right, yeah, he does yeah, he he's, he's, he's really She
3: has the vaccine. She's
2: good. It Doesn't work when you're over hundred.
3: That's not. That's not. I mean, that's just not. That's not a message to send to the public.
2: That is a message to send to the public. If you're over a hundred, stay home. Right.
0: Look. So clearly, Dylan is not taking Oregon State to pull the upset. Paul, I don't think you're taking
1: Oregon State to pull the upset. No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, I, mean, I, I don't even have anything to add to this game.
2: No, I'm taking Loyola reluctantly.
1: After all that, I don't really like them so as a bad. team,
2: but what they did against Illinois was so impressive. I don't understand
3: I how you don't like them as a team, though. Like, they are literally the perfect embodiment of what works with college basketball. They just are. They're literally the living personification of it. All right. As much as I want
0: to back the pack on this one. <laughs> Uh, I do see Oregon State's run ending here against Loyola. Just everything that they bring to the table, they are a well-built team uh, and are able to withstand anything that you throw against them. Showed that against Illinois. And I don't think Oregon State, unless they just get stupid hot from three, which they have shown to do, I think their run ends and the Beavers are going home. Very successful run to the Sweet 16 for a team that was supposed to be picked Very impressive, last sure. in the Pac-12 this year and went on to win the Pac-12 tournament and make their way into a dance a place that a lot of us thought they had no business being in the first place. So, Loyola moving on to the Elite 8, their opponent is going to be the winner of the ACC or the AAC. We got the Syracuse Orange and the Houston the Houston, Houston.
3: Houston Cougars. <laughs> Houston burned me because I said that they were the best team that nobody knew about. Another they he played team. like it. <laughs> I oh, I'm aware they shouldn't have won their last game. Rutgers, uh, Rutgers's coach should be. Fine. Rutgers continuing the Big Ten streak this year of just choking at the end. But oh, but it stop wasn't. It. It, it,
1: they had a way better tournament than they had any business having. You well, stop uh,
3: it. They literally lost that game. They took the foot off the pedal. It was malfeasance what their coach did because Rutgers should be in the spot, and that's why I'm hesitant. I still am going to take Houston, but it is the most tepid of takes.
0: I can't. I can't. I got them orange all day. I, mm-hmm. Buddy, Bayheim gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm a bucket, baby. Let's do it.
2: Mm. Yeah. I mean, Syracuse, time and time again, they prove, even when they're underseeded, their style of game works in the tournament. These teams aren't used to playing this type of zone. Syracuse has two really good scores. And they have a coach who's been playing this deep in March a hundred times in his career. So all of that is pointing me towards Syracuse.
1: I, I don't understand this. Um, Dylan, stop, stop being worried. You were right about Houston. Houston is very, very, very good. In one subpar game that they still won, like let's not forget that they're here because they, they won it. As much have. as you say Rutgers lost it, They escaped. And sometimes that's all you need. It's survive in advance, right? They've lost three games all season. They've looked good doing it. They play very balanced offense and defense. They're a very, very good basketball team. Everyone wants to poo-poo on the Big Ten. But yes, some of the Big Ten teams actually performed well over the weekend, including Rutgers in Houston, almost went home because of that. But they didn't. They're here. And they are a much, much better team than the team they're going up against. Well, I guess we go into the coin then, because we for got the a 2 split on this one. Why? why we need AJ. That's what we need.
0: Well, AJ ain't here. So what you get is bitch coin. Deal with it. All right. All right. So Houston Syracuse is, is better the heads. heads. Better than Syracuse is the tails. First flip, heads, one for Houston. Second no. flip, tails, one for Cuse. Last yeah. flip, it's tails. Syracuse moving yeah. on to right. the Elite Eight. I like it. And, Paul, you're going to like it, it, too. i right. be really happy that we did this afterwards.
2: <laughs> I know. So
0: Dylan and Paul dissenters <sighs> on this the one. We have the most junk Elite A matchup ever, dude. What are you talking about? Cus and Loyola? Sign me yeah. up for that.
1: No. Oh, all day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Loyola-Houston will be, be a fantastic game. better than Houston. Loyola-Houston Loyola- Houston- Loyola. Houston will be a phenomenal game. All right.
2: It will
0: not. We definitely did this out of order because before we took it all the way to the Final Four, and I definitely messed this up this time, but oh well, we're going back to the West. You did it the right way this time. Gonzaga, USC for the right to go to the Final Four. Uh, As much as I would love for USC, and I think they will will be giving Gonzaga fits because they do have a lot of size, and they do play some sound defense. I think Gonzaga is just going to have too much talent in this one, and I do think the Zags move on they are my pick to win the national championship anyway spoiler alert uh spoiler i do think the zags are going to be a little bit too much for usc in this one i think it'll be a good game though uh all west battle but i think the zags just too much for sc in this one to we'll move on to the final four
3: uh, i i this is where this is what i was saying either usc or oregon against uh gonzaga this is where the elite eight is just going to shine i i think all these games are going to be five point spreads or less and i think all games will finish that way as well i think gonzaga will be the most challenge they have so far but it still won't be enough
2: i wish i shared your optimism in the closeness i think this is another double digit gonzaga one they they have looked really good and i didn't even have usc getting to this point so if if it does end up being USC over Oregon and I would have Oregon suffering the same fate, I think Gonzaga wins this game and moves on, um, pretty easily.
1: So, I, I mean, I have Gonzaga obviously, but I, I do think this game could be really interesting, uh, the way they match up with Mobley. Um, I, I can see Gonzaga just overwhelming USC, but I can also see them having some big matchup issues in struggling in this game. Um, I, I don't so the
3: two outcomes see... possible, very yeah, I, bold. No,
1: I, I see Gonzaga winning either way. Just to be clear. All right, so we
0: got a sweep for Gonzaga. Now, who do they face? Alabama, or Florida State, or Michigan?
1: I mean, this is garbage. <laughs> that this is the matchup you have, but Alabama, I think, will roll Florida State. I... You're going to beat Michigan too. That's true. But so either way, I didn't you have get Al- say Alabama taking it. So.
3: So it doesn't change your
0: answer, at least.
3: Uh, it, it, it Well, again, it's going to be Michigan who plays against Alabama in this, ca- in this case, which I think that game is going to be straight fire, like incredible. Uh, if it's Florida State, though, not nearly as much, but for sake of consistency, I'll say it's close, but uh, future Michigan State head coach Nate Oates gets to a final four.
0: Well, in my personal bracket, I have Florida State, Moving on to the Final Four. You are high as a kite. Generally, yes. I have cut back, though. Um, (laughs) um, I think this is what I've talked about with Florida State, you know, year in and year out, you know, getting there, getting there, getting there, getting there, and not quite getting there. I think this is the year they do get there. I think they make the Final Four, uh, and, you know, it's a damn good year for Leonard Hamilton and crew. Uh, I think the Seminoles do get by Bama, uh, I think that their length, their size, their depth, and their defense is going to be a little bit too much, to be able to slow down Alabama, who we've seen struggle at times when they've had to take on some depth and some size. Uh, and I think that Bama is going to have some issues in this one, and I think Florida State's able to eke out a very, very tight win. What? You heard me.
2: No, I, uh, I agree with that. Is what I had before in my bracket, yeah, yeah. and then I was a coward and I switched it. Um. Yeah, man. And I I mean, it helps in Dylan's bet. So maybe that has something to do with it. Oh, (laughs) gee, yeah. But I I do like this Florida State. I do like this Florida State team. And it's a a, a team that I have been touting. So I guess I'll just go down with the ship if they end up losing. But Alabama's a football school. So Florida State's got to win. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to the coin. This is ridiculous. Bitch,
0: coin it is. Bringing it back up. Heads for Bama. Tails for Florida State. First flip, Bama. Second Same. flip, damn Seminoles. Third flip, oh, it's going to the Bama. Thank Bama God. moving you, on
2: okay, to the y- final five. You know fight. what's God. funny is it's it switched each time. So the first time it was heads. The second time it was tails. The next time, it was, I'm talking about like who won. Right. The first time it was the higher seed, oh. then lower seed, then higher seed, then lower seed, and then higher seed again. It's almost like the possession arrow. <laughs>
1: ridiculous
0: all right and on the right. other side we've got baylor versus arkansas much to my ryan and my chagrins here we think is going to be the kind of ling guy of oral roberts but whatever Bam, baylor versus arkansas for the right to go to the final four uh is anyone really picking the razorbacks here no, but i think it'll be a fun game
1: uh i i agree with that sentiment entirely
0: See, this is another one that feels like it should be a rivalry game. Shh. They're next to each other, but one's in the Big 12, one's in the SEC. Shit. I mean, next to each other.
2: Shit, man. You know what? Like, I think if Arkansas has made it this far, I would actually pick them over Baylor. Just because, I like I have said, I've seen Baylor be vulnerable. And it's probably just in the fact that I haven't cared about Arkansas enough to see them be vulnerable or care when they lose. But if they get this if they got this far, to the Elite Eight with a chance to go to the Final Four, this is a game I would probably end up betting on Arkansas uh, over Baylor just because I've seen Baylor crumble you know, in these spots or in some of these games that,
3: that they need. Ooh. Okay, real quick, just because, just for curiosity's sake, without looking it up, does anybody know who the head coach of Arkansas is? No, it's not Nolan Richardson. It is not. Anybody? <laughs> the last one there when they won it all. Anybody, yes or no? That'd be a no. No, no, no! It is Eric Musselman.
0: That's right. Yep. Saw that man dancing all over the place after they eked out that win over Texas
3: Tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he also was the one who led, I believe it was Nevada before, uh, and he got them, I think, to the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight as well. So. I think it was sixteen.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, he either way, somewhere else too. I oh I I know him from Nevada. That's the. By the way, Steve Alford—that is where he wound up, oddly enough. He was in the NBA. That's what I know him from. Okay, Sacramento, yeah. and in Sacramento. Golden State for two games, or two seasons, I should say.
0: Who? Eric Musselman.
3: He didn't coach Golden State. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he, you, you mean as yeah. like an assistant? Yeah, no, no he, he was head, was head
2: coach, coach 02 for two four. years. Oh, two to oh,
0: geez. yeah. You were a child.
3: Be old as shit. He was that was uh, before Donnie Nelson. Oh, I was gonna say that wasn't Donnie. That's crazy. He he was. That's 100- what it was.
0: No, he was the associate head coach for LSU in fourteen fifteen. Oh, uh, I knew I, I knew I thought of him somewhere else. Also,
3: he he, he is wild though. He was hundred and ten and thirty four at Nevada.
0: That's crazy. That's good. Yeah, sweet. The Mountain West is kaka. Um, no, okay. it is so, not.
3: <laughs> so Ryan with a vote for Arkansas. Paul with a vote for Baylor. Dylan? I, I I think it is, I as I said in the previous podcast episode, Baylor after getting past North Carolina, they, they got lucky. Let's be honest, guys. They got lucky <laughs> Now facing North Carolina. So anyways, oh, all the way to the final
0: man. four. This is, this is, so it's taken us all the way to the final four to get our first game by vote that's not either unanimous or a straight split. This is the first one where we have Aww. one dissenter. I'm sorry Ryan, I can't write Arkansas. I just don't
2: see it. I think Baylor's It's okay. Too much Arkansas former. is not going to be there anymore. Anyway,
0: yeah, so. damn right. Oh Team ORU was there. If this was Oral Roberts, I'd be right oh with you on that. You are lying. You Give me are a 15 lying. seed to the final four, liar. baby. <laughs> All right. Oh and then we goodness. got Loyola, Chicago, and Syracuse for the final oh spot in the final four. I already know where Ryan and I are going, but up to you. It's up to Dylan and Paul.
2: <laughs> and I know where Paul and Dylan
0: are <laughs> right? going. We go. We, let's just, just let's coin. just flip the damn coin. No, no, no. Hold are you on, guys hold on, seriously
1: picking Stop. Syracuse over Loyola? You are damn right. I, 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 what I, is, I, is wrong with your brain? That on, Syracuse is an eleven on.
0: seed makes the final oh, four because oh, I am pretty sure they've done
3: it already. Can you please not make your decision just yet, Ryan? I okay. Well, Matt, Matt's stubborn with this sort of thing, so Ryan, just listen to me, okay? You there? You listening? I'm, I'm telling you. Is Ryan really you know, the beacon Syracuse. of not stubborn? Hey, no, I know. No, no, Absolutely. Come on, come on. Okay, listen. You oh, know no. as well as I do, why is Clearly it that not. Michigan State lost to Syracuse in Little Caesars Arena? Because we didn't play Triple J at the top of the post in that That's- game. That's not why. There's not 100%. we're not gonna get into it on the podcast. Oh my God. No, it's not. Okay. <clears throat> yes it was, because we played Ben no, Ben dumbass instead.
2: So so you know what happened with Ben Carter? What he shouldn't have been played. What ended up happening, you know, we're gonna get into it. I just said we weren't. <laughs> we missed so many open threes that Ben Carter created with his passing that the fault of Izzo wasn't playing Ben Carter first, it was not switching to Jaron Jackson Jr. when it was clear we weren't hitting shit. Either way. That's, if we hit those threes like we had hit all season long, no competition. We would have blown the fuck out of Syracuse. But we didn't, and they were all open, and we just missed those shots. That, that's, and then you should have adjusted, and they didn't. That, that's
1: actually a, a pretty fair take. It also didn't help that you look like you had never seen zone defense played in organized okay, basketball.
2: Well, no, we, we played it perfect. Like Ben Carter passed to the open shooters. We they did not make shots. it. And then... And then when Ben Carter had the few opportunities he had to shoot, he did not take them because he was scared. Fine, fine, fine. So when fine, you're no. missing those shots, either way, that's when you put Jaron Jackson Jr. in and you say, just t- out-talent all of them.
3: This is why and that's so what Izzo what, did not do. What, you are, what you are saying still holds true to my point, though, either whether you believe my personal opinion on it or yours. Either way, Cameron Crutwig is going to be the answer to that. Because let's put let's put it this way, devil's advocate here, right? Let's say that Loyola Chicago doesn't hit their threes, right? Who's gonna be the person who is gonna be most able out of this tournament to take advantage of that? Maybe the all-American who destroyed Illinois on his own against Kofi Coburn. In the exact same way at the top of the key. He passes like Joker. He has an offensive game plan that is brilliant honestly if there was anyone who is going to break through that syracuse zone it is going to be a guy like that it is but drive driving isn't the way
2: to break through the zone. And if you're not I didn't hitting say, your threes, I didn't say driving. But again, if but like you said, so if you're if, not hitting your threes, how how are you going to be effective against that zone? I, exactly how you. And if you're passing, usually Exactly how open
3: you had said because if we if we had played Triple J in there when we we're not making our threes, he's going to make the zone collapse on itself more. Crutwig's going to do that on his own already, and he's an excellent passer, much better than Ben Carter. This dude is going to be able to be the answer if it comes up. I know that. Like, can, like, w- can without we a doubt. can we
1: talk about the fact that I don't care if they're playing zone man or bringing out a goddamn chainsaw and chasing opposing players with it. Syracuse's defense has been thoughtful this year. Uh, out of all the remaining teams, we'll, we'll not count Oral Roberts since they're the goddamn hundred and twenty eighth team left in the country.
3: Yeah, West uh, Virginia's eight score have... seventy two.
1: They have the worst defense in the entire field.
3: And what does Loyola Chicago have? The exact opposite. If you think Buddy Bayheim's going to be able to pull his bullshit against Loyola Chicago. You, I'm sorry.
1: You got another thing. Bullshit. Shooter, Loyola shooter, Chicago shooter? has arguably the best defense in the entire country. Right, right. So, 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 so Illinois. Maybe
3: that's all you need. So, Illinois was to, have to have 60, this Syracuse, Syracuse doesn't Syracuse have a can. prayer in this game.
1: Syracuse doesn't have a prayer in this game
3: like like okay I- illinois couldn't score 60 on them but somehow syracuse is going to guys this is intellectual dishonest it's ridiculous dishonesty. it's, ridic-
0: Buddy it's about to go for
3: 35 by himself. no minutes. dude dude it's that is God not an act- that is not an actual basketball answer all you're doing is throwing out platitudes out there like somehow it's truth I, it is and it's impressive
1: not. that somehow our second chance bracket on this podcast is going to be worse than our first I don't, like, I, n- n- well,
3: no, I'm giving you actual basketball reasons, in in your answer they don't care. Buddy Bayheim scores 35. Like that, but Give us
0: actual basketball reasons for North Carolina over Wisconsin, too.
2: What happened there?
3: Hold, so, I, I, like so I'm So hold on. So I'm, like wrong, so I'm wrong one time, and therefore that invalidates no, everything else. No, but it,
2: it should, like, tell everybody that none of us know shit. Because <laughs> look at how far terrible all of our brackets are so to sit here and jump up on some high horse about oh i'm giving all these simple reasons like we gave reasons for all these games that we lost i
1: i know that syracuse who won't even be in this spot has no chance of beating Loyola if they get to it that's not but that's not not,
3: that's not productive to this conversation because we're talking about the hypothetical matchup between these two teams i just have no interest if we're gonna treat this seriously whether or not we've been right or wrong in the past because that's fucking dumb why who gives fair a point this about is very fair before? point, dylan who, who cares about before ryan like to be fair ryan you were dog shit in picks one year and then you were <laughs> like, incredible the mm-hmm. next year right so so now i'm exactly right but so now i'm supposed oh to ignore God. the fact that you wrecked like no that's bullshit
2: well yeah because right now i'm whooping your ass too so
3: oh my God. What, what, what this petty fucking shit like again talk it's not petty you brought it no, up this <laughs> we are talking trying to talk about a hypothetical that's the whole point of why we're here and you two yeah. are not interested in engaging in that conversation outside of platitudes that do not bring that value that to. absolutely
0: Loyola goes cold from the field and can't make a bucket to save their life and doesn't know how to deal with the zone that Syracuse brings meanwhile Buddy Beheim and edge actually hit their outside shots to keep Syracuse in this game and Syracuse is able to eke out a single-digit victory it's not no one, out of the realm of no possibility. No one this
1: season has gone cold against Syracuse. The whole goddamn season, no one has gone cold because they don't play any defense, whether it's in a zone or not. And Loyola's off or Loyola's defense is insane. I, I don't care how many. It, they'll be like LSU. They'll hit a bunch of junk shots in the beginning of the first half, and that'll be it. Like, congrats.
2: Uh, San Diego State went pretty cold. They shot less than 36% from the field.
1: True story.
2: I
3: just don't know. Uh, they, they, they were a six seed. And they don't have points? they don't have the same type of player. That's where that's the crux of offensively, at least. That is the crux of my of, of my issues is that, that Syracuse zone is going to collapse on Crutwig because he is going to be at the top of the key, which is going to create opportunities. Now, again, in, in fairness, if Loyola Chicago starts to shoot threes like Michigan State did, where Miles Bridges literally couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah, of course. That's that. that if they're like Apple and Christian, then yeah, you're, you're screwed. But I've seen nothing of the sort where Loyola Chicago is going to have that problem. And even if that is the case, I trust in this dude so much after what I saw against Kofi Coburn, who is infinitely better than any Syracuse defender or two of them combined to where I know he's going to get his. And with that being the case, that means they're going to be able to score. I do not know if Syracuse can. Maybe. But Loyola Chicago, again, was able to shut down a team we all at the time considered the national champion and didn't just beat them. They ran the entire 40 minutes. How you can say a Syracuse team who has barely eked out wins and should barely gotten the tournament they, anyway. They won by sixteen in their first game, and then they won by three, and then in their, their, in their next game, and they did not dominate in yeah, the same against way. Against a
0: very good West Virginia team. I again, I don't. Look, you, I'm, I'm not sorry. Getting... I think experience matters, and Syracuse knows how to play in the tournament. I'm not saying Loyola doesn't. They did it a couple of years ago. I have a question. A nice who, who
1: has but... the most recent run?
3: I don't think that that, that matters matter. because of what we just talked about. I am. What is it, Loyola by a year? I, I, well, right. Well, number one, that. <laughs> well, but matters. what
1: is the point of saying experience matters when Loyola because, has the most because recent Jim experience? Jim
3: knows
0: in his bones how to play in this tournament. He's what been doing it for 35 years. What the hell he have to do with his that not done it? I'm telling you, It matters. I,
1: oh my God! You are the I, one I, I leading almost,
0: your team I, I, and having to calm their nerves in a situation like this, where the Final Four is on the line. It matters.
1: I, I hope Syracuse beats Houston so that they can get beat by twenty-five against. Okay, Lola. you
3: doing the same? thing... We will thing.
1: take that bet if it happens.
3: Okay, but this is where this is this is a problem because Paul, you're not helping things because you're just
1: doing the same thing they are in do, the reverse do you, direction. Do you think this is recoverable? What I tried for like. Ten minutes.
3: I think I think that they, that they are just upset at this point, and, and we're not going to get anywhere with it. But it no, it, it has nothing to do with upset. It well has Ryan's to do
1: definitely upset after you told him, <laughs> him his picks were bullshit. He was that's very not upset. even
0: what I, I said. Not.
2: Well, that's because Dylan brought it up first, and then he tried to put it on me. That was the only – that was the, the comeback. That was the hostility. Look,
0: it all has to do with belief. Ryan and I believe that Syracuse can get it done here. You guys don't. Simple as that.
3: And I really just want out of this curiosity. Time. Do you I really think Loyola is
0: going to beat Baylor in the Final Four? Huh? Do you think Loyola is going to beat Baylor in the Final Four? I well,
1: think we that. don't get to fucking decide that. No, no, so, no I'm, I don't I'm asking. I'm asking I understand I'm asking what, what he's you. asking. I,
3: I think legitimately, they have a better chance than Syracuse does. Ugh. Do you
0: think they're going to beat
3: them? Hmm. We aren't at the coin yet, so
2: we
0: don't know who's going up against Baylor yeah, in this if, spot. If, if
3: the coin chooses Loyola, who do you think wins? Man, that is so tough. Oh, God, it it feels like I'm running into a buzzsaw saw with it. But yeah, I would take Chicago.
0: You'd actually take Loyola, Chicago.
3: Yeah. All right, let's
1: let the coin see if
3: that matters. Feels like I'm again. It feels like I'm running into a buzzsaw saw with it. I'm not. I'm not like out here pulling my pants down. Like, oh my God, look at my dick. Like, no. But I I do I do we I just I believe. I believe in this team. <laughs> I just I believe oh, in this man. team and the way that maybe, they run. Maybe
1: it's, maybe it's nice. It, it, it could very well just be okay. Chicago love. Never nice. it, could, it could very well be nice, he says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heads Loyola,
0: tails Syracuse. First one, Syracuse. Second one, Chicago. Third one, ah, the orange are moving on. Jesus,
2: It continued our pattern. God. Oh, my Lord. Of higher, lower, oh. higher, lower, higher, lower. Possession arrow, baby. This is ridiculous. All right, so
0: in our final four, we got Gonzaga and Alabama. We got Baylor, and we got Syracuse. So, on the left side of the bracket first, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Uh, One nope. for Zaga.
3: Nope. Uh, I I had Alabama in the national title. I am. I would take the Crimson Tide again.
0: One for
2: Bama. As, as did I. But I would not take the Crimson Tide again. Give me, uh, give me Gonzaga. They just look too good, all over the place. Even in a way, you know, kind of more so and better than I thought they were in the regular season. I did not know uh, Timmy was was this fucking dominant. All right, all
0: right Gonzaga. Moving on because I got Gonzaga. They're my national. Title oh right, damn! So obviously, I'm picking them here. All right, and we got Baylor and we got Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So this one should be unanimous if it makes you guys feel. Uh, it. I'm a, I'm I
1: mean, a... this 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 will be the worst Final Four matchup of all time. This at least is, in my this, life.
3: This will this will Especially be. when Syracuse pulls that upset. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, that's what I meant by unanimous.
0: We're all picking Beheim
3: to get number two. <laughs> Imagine I, a team
1: so that shoots bad. the way that Baylor shoots playing a bad 100%. zone that Syracuse has.
3: Oh, this would be this oh would my be goodness. the most disgusting. It'll be a
1: fifty-point game. Point fucking game. Okay, not that
3: bad, but I think... You, you
1: can't say that. Kansas just lost by 34. It, right,
3: and if Syracuse gets to the final four, Syracuse is good worse. Not to Baylor's lose by better.
2: I, no, bro, results don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um,
3: I mean, uh, yeah, I, I would Baylor. take Baylor in this situation.
1: I almost hope this happens so that I can pull uh, all no. of the equity in my house and put it on Baylor. <laughs>
0: All right. We got two for Baylor.
2: To, to get that minus 1200
3: spread right.
1: <laughs> No, no. I, I, yeah, well yeah, whatever the spread is. I, don't give sh- I mean the spread nah, wouldn't he, be No, nah, he's going to put on
3: money line like a coward. This
1: <laughs> the spread would probably be like 12 and a half and Baylor's going to win by three times that. Oh, no way. No, no. the spread
3: no, would be it, No, like it'd be, yeah, it'd be like 16 and a half.
1: I I don't, final four games just aren't A one versus an 11? But they'll throw it out. It's the final four. That's just how it is. They'll be like, oh, Syracuse is understeed. You know
3: what? I hope that happens so that way I can get a free house. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. No way. If if that shit is under 15, I'm like, oh, all right.
2: (laughs) No, Baylor in the most boring bracket pick championship of all time where you have the (laughs) top two (laughs) seats facing each other. (laughs) But no, Baylor would beat Syracuse. All right, we and got a unanimous be, pick. It, it would be pretty
0: handily. <laughs> so we got Baylor and Gonzaga in the national championship game. Y'all know where I'm going. Do we? Who's coming with me?
2: Who's
1: coming? Yeah, man? He said Gonzaga Who's was his coming title with pick, me. Um,
2: like twice
0: well, already. Baylor's
1: my title pick, and this actually is my legit final, and only because of aforementioned Michigan injuries. I'm
3: um, I'm not um, gonna lie. This game would be bitching.
1: I got I got a seven. That was supposed to him. I got a 79 Got canceled. Uh, Baylor's. <sighs> I just think Baylor's better. I really it, do. I I think Baylor's
3: that good. This absolutely to me reeks of twenty seventeen UNC Gonzaga all over again, except Gonzaga plays the role of UNC this time. I think it would it would no. be an incredible game, but I think Gonzaga is just. They're, they're, just that, they're just that much better. That gap is there to
2: me. So if they played the role of UNC, Villanova. No, I, I said well, no. Well, UNC, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah. I th- I'm sorry. I thought you were Vill- no, no, no. UNC, Villanova. See, I thought he was doing Gonzaga. it too,
1: but then I actually listened to the rest of what he said.
2: Damn,
3: all right. No, I, do, uh,
2: <laughs> no, I would do uh, Gonzaga, and I feel like a fool for not picking Gonzaga. The right, first or yeah, round. I know. Because just seeing the way – that they, they toyed with Oklahoma, who I still thought was at least pretty good. And Gonzaga looked like they were just d- disinterested, and they still won that game by 16. And then even the first-round games, right, like the 1 through 16s, you see the other one seeds, and I think Michigan won by 16, the others like 25-ish and 29, and then Gonzaga's out here winning by 50. So to me, they look like they're on a mission, and if they get to this point, where they're still undefeated and they have a chance to be, you know, the first undefeated team since that Indiana team. I I don't think they they pass it up, and I think they play their best game of the season um, against Baylor. And I don't know that it's it's super close. I would give Baylor like the respect, but if it, the spread was like four or three, I would I would put that on Gonzaga. I think they can win it by, you know, like three or four possessions. Because just looking at them as a as a team like they they would have the best player on the floor in uh in Suggs they would probably have the second best player on the floor um and maybe just the best big in college in uh in Timmy and they do they do a whole lot right and it's a coach that's been here before it's a team that's been here before um, and they just I don't know. They just seem like they're on a mission now in a way that I didn't recognize before the tournament. But I recognize now. And I'm like, oh, this is why they were number one all year. Just because you get to watch them a little bit more. And you get to watch them dismantle these teams who, you know, you shit all over the conference that they played in. But, obviously, they beat some of the other teams in the tournament in the non-conference. And then they come in and they beat two tournament teams. No, one's a 16, so you can throw that out. But then they beat Oklahoma the same way that these beat, that they beat all these other crap-ass teams in their conference. And then, to me, it just seems like it doesn't matter who they play. Like, they're, they're going to win. So, to, that's what Gonzaga looks like to me. Is a team that is, to me, like certain
3: almost to win the national title. Oh, this matchup would be something else It really would
0: Yep, I said it before, I'll say it again Mark Few, pulling a Stone Cold Steve Austin At the end of the game, catching a couple beers, cracking them together Pouring them over his head, drinking them And dancing his way off with a national championship Undefeated, first time since 1976 Indiana And Bobby Knight Uh, mm -mm. Can't wait to see it Alright, well We have finished our bracket redo and we actually have some carnage this time, even though we do have two number ones going up for the National <laughs> That's right. Championship. Really. So we didn't let you down with the carnage this time, we let you down a little bit last week with the carnage, but uh, we made up for it this week, despite uh, Paul and Dylan's crying about it. But we are sports carnage, so Ryan, do the thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Make sure that you guys obviously subscribe to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Podbean. You can find it on both of those platforms, and each one is super appreciated. And then uh, follow us on Twitter as well, where you can find our daily bets, and then follow those along. And if you see one that you like, you you might just make some money off of it. And follow us on Facebook as well, Sports Carnage Podcast, and then follow uh, Detroit Sports Nation. Where you can learn about all the local stories, which I'm sure as soon as the tournament ends, we'll get back um, to a little bit more of the the local focus, whether it's the Lions draft or what the Pistons are doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so if you guys are local fans, you can listen to that. But if you're national fans, we touch on a lot of that stuff, too. So follow us, like us, subscribe, share our podcast, our posts, everything like that with your friends sports carnage podcast and then keep up with our bracket tournament and if you win please god reach out to us because i'm not gonna know who you are
0: <laughs> for ryan griffin paul roshan dylan bear i'm matt bassin we're sports carnage thank you for spending a couple hours with us this week we'll be back with y'all next week oh yeah dig it